Welcome to a special episode of the Collector Cast, guys. It's like the Super Bowl for nerds, right? It's better than it, that. It actually kind of is, yeah. <laughs> Uh, definitely. Wait, 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 you mean it's better than the Super Bowl for nerds? Yes. It's <laughs> Christmas for nerds? <laughs> Almost. Except you don't really get the games now, you get them a year and a half from now, right? <laughs> Only if you fund them through Kickstarter. <laughs> that seems to be the message these days. Like, yeah, do you want I'm that game? That. Maybe. Maybe you'll get it if you give us lots of money sometime <laughs> in the future. Uh, but we're going to spend some time talking about E3. I mean, it's just wrapped up at the end of E3 week for us, and uh, we've been diligently plugging away at everything. And we're going to skip some listener questions this time around, just so we have enough time to cram everything in. But um, Bill, how you doing? Good. How are you? I'm well. Crabby? Watched some E3, so I'm hyped, pumped. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bill, you just, mentioned, you just missed it. I was talking with Krabby about his health. I'm, I'm a little concerned for him. <laughs> is, is, is everything going to be all right? Uh, is his diet taking a turn for the worse? I might need to buy two tickets to come visit you guys, is what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been there. <laughs> we we, we got to get him like uh, like a salad maker or something, I think. <laughs> it's, uh, a salad maker? They come in a bag. Just, you don't really need to like, make them. <laughs> So they have, you, need they have, to, you, need, you need to get him a debit card? <laughs> <laughs> do, do, they have, do they have celery in Canada? Uh, it's too cold for that stuff. <laughs> What's that? Nothing. We, okay, we just need ca- rocks up here. <laughs> rocks and caribou? Rocks and caribou. <laughs> and poutine? <laughs> uh, that's Eastern Canada thing. You don't, It's not as much over here. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Bill, why the long face? Ah, uh, well, all my clothes are ratty. I can't find anything to wear ever. Well, I'm really glad you pointed that out. I can, I think I can help you out. But re- really, because I've been, I've been burned before. What if you like? Do you like gaming apparel? <laughs> do I? <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> the good news is, do you know our sponsor, Off the Charts Video Games? I'm familiar. Yeah, they have a new clothing line. Uh, and what? That's right. So you can get clothes from them that have video game characters right on them. Oh, this is... You, you have made my day. Off the Charts Games has won E3. <laughs> well, of course they have. Uh, but but, but what, what about games? I mean, I don't just want to go there and get clothes. Like, I want to be able to shop and get rewarded. Well, it's like you've, like you've read my mind, Bill. They've got a new reward system there where you can, you know, redeem for store credit. If you refer a friend, they get 5% off their first purchase and you get 500 points, which is good for $5 of store credit. That's great. And Bill, if you just do nothing and just take the time to sign up, they're going to give you 200 points. That's like $2 credit. And you're going to get extra points every time you spend a dollar at the store. Whoa. So it's almost like there's no purchase necessary. And I just get points just for signing up. And then I continue to get points the more I spend. Just for signing up! And refer your friends, right? You win, they win. What a great deal, right? (laughs) 
Man, it's it's the only problem is I'm gonna be moving to the Lansdale, Pennsylvania area this fall, so I don't know if there's gonna be a store around me. I, it's it's like we're on the same wavelength, Bill. Uh, off the charts video games is actually opening a store in Lansdale, Pennsylvania this fall. Whoa, that sounds like a great place that I could sell my manuals and boxes and cartridges and magazines and promotional items and collectible items and much more. You got it, because sometimes you got to purge stuff, right, Bill? You got too much stuff in the collection. You've got stuff that you go, hey, I, I just don't need this anymore. I mean, I need to refocus on something else. Just take all that stuff and sell it to them. They'll be happy to, to take all that stuff right from you. And they'll probably give me a good store credit price with all those bonus points so I can get whatever I want. They probably do repairs, too. Yeah, you're like, well, what if you have, like, a busted system or something, right? What are you going to do? I'm probably going to throw it in the garbage. That thing's useless. No, wait! Don't throw it in the garbage, Bill. You can get original manufacturer parts to fix your game system. <sighs> this place is like the unicorn of stores. <laughs> you have no idea. Off the charts actually pays cash or gives you store credit for game systems and accessories. And this is how easy they make it. If you sell them over $100 worth of items, they will pay the shipping for you. Huh? What do you think about that? I, I don't even know what to say to that. You know how sometimes when you're out and you're hitting the flea markets, Bill, like I know you like to hit the flea markets, and you end up coming home with like a pile of uh, you know, like Nintendos or something, and you're like, what am I gonna do with all these, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, what are you doing now? They just Are you stacking them up in the corner or something? I, I, I take them all apart and I polish them with Brasso and they just don't do me any good. You can, you can sell that stuff to Off the Charts. They will, oh, man. They'll take it from you. Hey, Bill, you know what? Here, let me help you out. I know you sound like you really could use their help. Let me tell you how you can find them, all right? Go, go for it. I... You could find them at, you know, they, off the charts video games. You could do that, a little quick search. They've got a website that you can go to. Uh, you can also find them on social media. So OTC video games, you can find them easy. No problem. Be happy to talk to you. These guys are great. Hey, Chris, while you were just talking just now, yeah. I, went to, I went to otcvideogames.com and I just found out that there is free shipping on orders over $50 in the United States. What? Are you, are you kidding me? I'm not even kidding you. They're the first site on the internet to offer free shipping on orders over $50. Thank God. Well, Bill, while you're on the website, before you check out, don't forget, you can use our coupon code, CollectorCast, to save 5% on your order. Yeah. So that's great, Bill. Don't forget, make sure you go to otcvideogames.com or follow on social media, OTC Video Games. Um, well, let's, uh, let's spend some time and just get right into it, shall we? Yes. All right. Um, we're going to start off. I'm going to take this sort of in chronological order. We'll kind of kick them up. We'll talk about them. Uh, I can guarantee you that we're not experts in any of this stuff. This is totally our opinions, <laughs> and it, you can take that exactly for what it's worth, but uh, we're going to have fun. 
anyway talking about some of these some of these things we'll probably skip past because i'm gonna guess between three of us some of this nobody will be interested in but that's that's fine so let's tee it up um the first thing right off the bat really kind of pre-e3 was oculus and their consumer version right yeah they talked about it (laughs) any interest in oculus well, I think between the three of us, uh, uh, Krabby and I have experienced the unit. Is that correct? Yep. I have not. So, okay. So, do you have any interest in experiencing it? Uh, some. Probably right, not. Yeah, I, I think probably that's not the, the price perfect, tag. <laughs> that's the perfect reaction. That's everybody's reaction. Uh, if someone handed it to me. Right. <laughs> but I'm not going to pay whatever that. I, it's probably going to be a crazy price tag, right? Right. I, I, don't, I don't know how Krabby feels about it. I was actually slightly underwhelmed when I finally got a chance to, to play one earlier this year. I played Elite Dangerous, which is a, a space com- like a combat flight sim. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's actually a pretty, pretty good demo for, for that type of technology. So it's pretty cool. Um, it's pretty cool. You know, you, you lift your head up and like the whole world kind of moves with you. You get to see like the ships and everything you're fighting. Um, there's some really cool ideas behind it. Um, I I'm just, I just can't get really hyped about it. Well, Krabby, what do you think? I my computer isn't fantastic, so when I had it, <laughs> I was <laughs> able to do some of the like roller coaster tech demos and the like walk around a building kind of demos, but I didn't actually run any games on it. Mm. Um, but I really want to try Mirror's Edge with it. I think that would be awesome. Oh, I think I would be puking all over the place. <laughs> Yeah, I don't get I don't get motion sickness, so that wouldn't be a problem. But that's that's pretty yeah, a first person game like that could be. But like, how many other games, you know, vomit would, city would um, give you that? I don't know. I mean, I'd have to try it, right? But um, I've heard that you know some people have some issues uh, with some sickness. I would I would honestly wonder if it's a lot like. Uh, you know, like being on a boat where you kind of get your sea legs after a while. Maybe I, you, I think you, maybe years of playing Virtual Boy have uh, weathered me well. <laughs> I'm ready for this. All that Teleroboxer has exactly. uh, prepped you. Um, well, I think probably the only interesting thing to mention was that they showed off like the consumer version and they're going to bundle in Xbox One controllers and they had the weird little hands grabby controllers. But, uh, yeah. I, yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the question I probably want to get to. Do you guys think it'll really be a big hit knowing that you'll have to have probably a PC that costs a couple grand plus buying this thing plus the extra little hand controller thing? Didn't they say it's got Xbox One support as well? You can stream Xbox One games through a Windows 10 PC. Uh, Okay, I misunderstood that completely then. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm, kind of still in in the boat of like... I just don't want to spend a couple hundred dollars on this thing. Do you think realistically it'll be a couple hundred dollars? No, I mean I I don't see any way how it's not for you know between three fifty and four fifty. I was thinking five hundred bucks. Right, like that's that's the, the I can't see it being any lower than than that. If it came out at four ninety nine, I'd be like, yeah, that's that's probably you know what it'll probably cost. Um. I just, I don't think it's going to be huge. I think it's going to be a handful of people are going to get their hands on it and they'll play around with it for a bit. And I don't know. I just don't see it uh, taking off. If how did, if I didn't misunderstood them and I thought it was something you could just stream um, Xbox One games through on your system, I, I would have bought one. 
but for PC, I have no interest. Really? You you just spent five hundred dollars? No, I wouldn't have spent five hundred. I would have like <laughs> hunted for a deal or wait till one got traded into the store, or I would have found some way to cut that price in half, kind of thing, and then buy one. Okay. Two fifty. I'm probably a buyer for that on a console, okay. not on a computer. I think the real problem with this is how do you advertise this? Because you can't show people at all what it is. You right. have and- to try it. Right. And, and we used to, at Best Buy, we used to sell this thing. I can't remember, like a bunch of companies made it, but Sony had this thing. And it, like, you put it on your face and it just simulated a 30 inch TV, like 10 feet away. Mm-hmm. So it was something you could put on your face, like on an airplane and like watch, you know, stuff and it had earbuds and things like that. And it was a thousand dollars. And everyone would come in, they'd see it in this glass case and they're like, Oh, can I try that? And it's like, uh, not really. I mean, cause <laughs> that's, that's, that's the thing. Like, right. Because you just want to put it on your face, and then you don't want to buy it. So, like, no, you can't. So then after a while, they're like, oh, no, let's open one up and just let people try it. So we let, like, you know, 400 people try it over six months, and no one ever bought the thing. And we just had this gross thing that everyone's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. But, like, I would never spend $1,000. I, I just feel like the Oculus is a novelty. Um, it's really cool. It functions the way it's supposed to function. And it's like, oh, wow, the future is here. And then people are going to be like, yeah, and I'm okay. You know, I'll just play on a television. So I, I don't know. I just think it's such a, you know, a novelty. I don't know if it, it's, it's just not something. If someone said to me, hey, do you want this for $199? I'd still be like, uh, I'm okay. Yeah. I'd kind of rather get a second monitor. Yeah. I think the real issue I have too is that. Who can really use this effectively? Single guys living alone? I mean, you're you can't see anything around you. You're just gonna like, hey, family, go away for a few hours. Don't bug <laughs> well, right, me but, at all, and don't walk well, in the room because I might trip into you. I mean, is that uh, is that how, that's how I play now? Really? I, I I can't play during the day, like when my like wife and kid are around. Like sometimes I come home and like I'll throw something on real quick, just. You know, just to play quickly, but like if I'm going to sit down for a session, it's in my office. I shut the door and I play games in there. Yeah, but so. if something happened or your child stumbled in the door when you were, you would be like, "Oh, hey, how are you?" Instead of, "Oops, I stepped on you." <laughs> well, I mean, well, I mean, you're not walking around with the Oculus on your head, are you? You can, yeah. Uh, I don't. That's not a smart idea at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, you've you've ha- oh, that's right, Chris. You haven't had this thing on your face. Like, it's not like you can see a little bit outside of it. It's like blackout goggles. You can't see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think a padded room. You would not be walking around with it. Yeah, I I don't think that's I don't why think those little hand games. controller things are. Yeah, you can move in three D space. No, I don't like this. What about get one of those <laughs> three sixty treadmill things they had? Yeah, I yeah, they, right. yeah, right, exactly. That thing, that thing was cool. And if you guys, if either of you guys read Ready Player One, no, not yet. Read? I, I saw that my library has the one that I think Will Wheaton um, did the narration for, like on book on tape. Gross. So we're probably going to listen to it during a road trip. Yeah, I'll allow it. Um, I don't love Will Wheaton as much as the rest of the world, but it's it's a really good book, so I'll allow it. All right. Well, Oculus, uh, I think, you know, the answer right now is uh, for us, eh, not right now. Uh, is that is that in the GameStop uh, like fun factor scale? <laughs> I think yeah, right. I think that's the, I think that's the guy that looks like he's about to fall asleep. That's yeah, there's, that there's a guy throwing up somewhere in that scale. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's move on to Bethesda. Right, Woo. Bethesda. Um, they had several things here. Uh, probably just a couple of them. I'm going to guess that we're going to focus on. But uh, first up, uh, big big one they're pushing out is Doom. Right, Doom reboot. 
Yep. I mean, we've, we've known they've been working on it for a while, so we finally get to see some uh, gameplay, uh, which was pretty gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, but yeah, it was, uh, um, it's, it's cool that we finally get to see it. It's cool that they're, you know, uh, you know, it's it's kind of cool when someone decides, okay, the thing I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make it the most hardcore of that thing that I can possibly make. So that's what it is. I mean, there's there's a lot of demons, a lot of blood, a lot of hell, a lot of uh, you know, gore. Um, it's the most doomy doom you could you know <laughs> want to get. I think that's um, the perfect box quote: doomy doom, I, I, the best yeah, doomy I, doom you can get. And, and I hate to sound like you know the old fart, but. Uh, watching that gameplay like i would just rather play doom one or two (laughs) but that's me yeah i when i see it i just kind of go you know sometimes gore can be fun if it's stylized and kind of over the top or like you just not or campy or yeah when you kind of go this is not real but this is just like no we're just gonna be grotesque right just because it's you guys ever play Soldier of Fortune? I know it's a PC game, so you probably haven't. No. no. So, Soldier of Fortune was known for, uh, like, because, like, for years, if you shot someone in any video game and then there was a body on the ground, you could just keep shooting that body and nothing would happen because it's just, like, you know, it's, there's nothing to it. Um, Soldier of Fortune, every single body part had, like, it was, like, rendered all the way through. So you could shoot a dead body's arm, and after a while, it would just start, like, crumbling, and there'd just be bones and flesh, and just, <laughs> it, it, it was, gr- and, but that's the, the thing is, it wasn't a good game. It was just known for that and popular because, oh, you could blow someone to bits. And, like, I, I played it after I kind of heard about this, and I was like, I mean, yeah, you can, and it's more realistic than all the games where just nothing happens, but it was so gross after, like, four minutes. I was like, I can't play this anymore. So, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I don't mean to be negative on, like, the first two things we've talked about so far, because <laughs> there's so much about this show that I love. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's okay. one of the best ones in years. But, uh, yeah, Doom is, you know, it, it's it's Doom. If uh, if it's what you want, then great. But it, it struck me as a little bit over the top. Uh, yeah, crabby Doom, anything? Nothing, no. no. I, I <laughs> completely agree with, with Bill. It's it's too much for me. Uh, all right. Well, we won't waste any more time on Doom. Do, the Doomiest Doom. You, I like that's a good box quote. The Doomiest Doom that you could do. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have, next, they had Dishonored. Uh, they had, of course, a Super HD version, whatever, that's coming back out. And mm-hmm. they did a reveal trailer for Dishonored 2. Mm. Anything? Anybody interested in Dishonored 2? I, still I don't mean to be the, the first one, one who keeps talking. I'm trying to wait for someone else to. <laughs> All I can say is I own Dishonored. I've not played the first one yet. Okay, fair enough. Um, it looks interesting, but it's kind of most that uh, I'm happy enough to keep shoveling into the mm-hmm. shuffling into the pack of the pack. Fair so, enough. Grabo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exact same feelings again. I, you own it. I do own it. It's been sitting on my shelf. I don't know why I own it. It's <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably, yeah. probably not something I, I I'll play I, anytime soon. I think I know why you own it. It's a video game, so Crabby owns it. <laughs> it was it was sitting right next to Nintendo Land. You grabbed the wrong one off the shelf. <laughs> that well, he, he grabbed a, he grabbed a handful of games and he said, "I'll take these." <laughs> um, but no, so I, I'm I'm very I'm in between you guys. Uh, I own it. I have played it. Dishonored one. That is, um, it's the most interesting game that I can't seem to get into. Um, so it's first person, um, for, you know, anyone not aware. And, uh, it's kind of a combination stealth, uh, and, uh, kind of, I don't want to say action, but it's like a combination stealth, um, 
you know, kind of, it's this weird combination of like, it feels like you're in like 1800s, like industrial revolution, but with like really advanced, like mechanical, you know, devices and gadgets and a little bit of supernatural stuff going on too. Um, so you have like kind of like a force, uh, you know, you can teleport from place to place. So it makes kind of the first person platforming kind of cool. Um, it's, I'm not huge in the stealth games because the, like whenever I get caught, and then, like, the game falls apart. I don't like that. If I get caught and then I can control the environment and, like, you know, the combat's good and then I can still be sneaky sneak and stealth, like Far Cry, uh, I'm into it. But I feel like it's designed so much for stealth that once you break the stealth, then everything falls uh, to crap. So um, I own the first game. I think I, it was, like, a game with gold or something. Yes, it was. Right. So that, that's how I have it. Um, I think I tried it for, like, a couple hours and I was like, eh, I wasn't feeling it. So... I may go back to it. Um, I've heard a lot of people say that the two trailer looks really great. So, um, uh, uh, my buddy, uh, uh, who I was chatting with this, uh, uh, during E3 just in text, uh, said, he said, I need to play Dishonored 1 now because Dishonored 2 looks amazing. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, interesting. I guess we'll wait and see more. Obviously, there's no gameplay or anything to speak mm-hmm. of. So, eh, you know, hey, it's out there. You'll get it eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, please tell me that anything that's a MOBA I can skip past. Does anybody want to talk about MOBAs? No. Skip nope. it. Nope. All right. <laughs> uh, do I have to play about, uh, talk about m- mobile card games? Do I have to talk about those? No. Skip no. it. All right. So we get to yep. Fallout. Oh, and there's your show. So do I have to really talk about Fallout Shelter? It's an iOS game. The, one of my friends that yeah. came over to watch yeah. E3 with us oh. All right. had downloaded it. And okay. Every single time there was a lull or between press conferences, he was on that thing playing it the entire day. It was so into it. And he, he stops by the store pretty much every day after work because his, his place is a right around the corner. Yeah. And every time I stop to stop talking with him to like help a customer or something, I turn around and he's playing it like for the last week straight. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, I... I cracked my the screen in my iPad, and I'm really upset about it. And I can't even look at my iPad because it upsets me so much. Um, so I downloaded it on my f- stupid phone, and the screen's too small, so I can't really enjoy it. Um, I downloaded it on my wife's phone because she's got the 6, so it's a bigger screen. It's... Uh, I was a little nervous at first because a lot of these, uh, uh, like these time waster type games, mm-hmm. like, you know, tapped out and like the family guy game. And like, it's just like you click on a thing and then you have to wait for 17 hours or pay them a dollar and then you can keep playing right now. Um, so what, uh, uh, Todd Howard said during the show was like, Oh, don't worry. There's no like, you know, uh, like, uh, uh, timers or anything. Like when you click something, it's done. Um, and he's right. So, like, you don't have to just go in and click a whole bunch of things and then, okay, I have to come back in 38 minutes. Like, you can just keep playing. So, if you just want to pull it up and play it for a couple minutes, it's really cool. And it's, uh, uh, if you're familiar with the Fallout world, everything feels very familiar. So, I didn't spend a lot of time in it, but in, like, the half hour I spent in it so far, it doesn't feel like any other game that's just, like, a time waste that wants you to pay dollars. The reverse of that, where if you don't pay enough attention to it, your guys start dying, though, right? So you still get that oh, I, pull. I, I, I haven't played that much. I didn't realize that. Yeah, if you, if you don't pay attention to your people, they'll just die. So you got to like <laughs> log on every like, I don't know if it's a day or every few hours or what, but uh, yeah. And like clear out your rads or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Bill is going to be running off to grab his wife's <laughs> well, that's, phone. Well, it's, it's, it's almost like Seaman, right? You wouldn't play for a few days. Your tank <laughs> has like all like algae and crap on it. Let's talk more about Seaman. Uh, 
All right, so I, I've, yeah, I'm not a mobile games guy, but uh, it, to me, it seems like it's just Fallout Dollhouse Edition. Is that kind of the idea? Yeah. I mean, people show up at your vault, you let them in, you assign them to rooms, you improve those rooms, you make babies with between Fallout people, you build more rooms, you collect more resources. It's just, uh, you know, a fun little uh, time waster. Okay. All right. Um, well, let's get to the real meat, though, right? Man, is there anybody that you know who's into games who is not, like, excited about Fallout 4? I maybe know one. Can, can you see my hand up in the air? <laughs> <laughs> no, I said into games. <laughs> into- not into 8-bit. Um, I think I, I would like to start off first by hearing why you don't care about it, Krabby. Um, It's mostly just the open world aspect and the heavy combat aspect. Both of those are things that don't appeal to me. So when they're put together, it's it's even less interest. Have Have you played Fallout Three or New Vegas? No. So you don't know about vats, then. I, I'm learning. Bill, explain when, to the man about vats. The guy would, I was would, sitting next to that was playing the Fallout Shelter was very much into Fallout to the point when he saw the uh, the Pit Boy edition. He yeah. called EB Games to increase his. Uh, pre-order to the Pip-Boy edition while we were still watching the conference and he was telling me all about it and all about the vaults and the why the the uh, gun creation part was so cool and he's so excited there's mods and all this stuff he's really pumped about it and so I, I got it quite an earful and, and learned why people enjoy this game because I really didn't understand it before I talked to him so do you understand what VATS is uh, VATS no so explain it Bill uh, Vats, in a nutshell, is a way to take first person to take combat and to remove the first person shootery element of that combat. Oh, is so that where it just... like slowed down? You could pick like body parts and like Co- fo- correct. Okay, yep. It, it basically like uh, turn based shooter, basically. Yep, and and in uh, the previous Fallout game, Fallout Three, is when Vats was introduced, it completely stopped time, so you could kind of change the combat into a turn based scenario, and as you would kind of assign points to like gunshots or rocket blasts or whatever, it would kind of consume these. Uh, uh, I think it was they were called uh, AP or ability points in yeah. the game. Now in Fallout Four, I it looks like. It's not completely stopped. It's just greatly slowed down, which will add a little bit of urgency to the combat while still, you know, allowing you to pick your shots. Um, so it, it, it looks very interesting. But, uh, cause for me, the first person combat in Fallout 3 was never all that great. Um, the accuracy of the guns wasn't great because they were all made from like shoelaces and stuff. So like <laughs> it, 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 it just never felt, you know, like good first person combat. Um, so, and I know every company says like, oh, we really want to tighten up the combat, but just from, from watching some of the demos, uh, uh, with them staying in first person combat, it does look like they've uh, tightened it up quite a bit. Uh, but yeah, Vats is one of the, the, there's people I know who hate shooters and enjoy Fallout 3 because of Vats. Yeah. And that's what I think would probably entice you a little bit because you don't have to play it like, like a typical first person shooter at all. Interesting. That, that definitely and, and does so, sound so, a lot more appealing than I initially. So, so, so open world games in general, you don't like? I'm sure there's an exception, maybe Arkham City, mm-hmm. but I sure. yeah, typically they they just turn me way off. Give me an example of one that you tried that you said this is the reason I don't like open world games. <laughs> Far Cry Four. Okay. Okay, that's fair. There's no vats in Far Cry Four. No, if they had vats. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think you Shin should um, Shin Megami Far Cry. <laughs> I think I think you should pop in, you know, three or something if you get around the store. Play it for what, like uh, an hour, two hours, just to give it a shot, right? Mm, uh, <laughs> for on, honestly, for wait, wait for four. F- I'm feeling from Bill here. Not even, not even wait for four. But what I would do, I would have someone who is very familiar with Fallout Three give you like a half, like sit with you for a half hour when you start the game because they don't explain a lot of things. And I, I've said a million times, I needed a primer for Fallout 3 to kind of get in, get me into it. Once I had that 30-minute primer, I was off to the races. So since you have that uh, source uh, right nearby, um, I would take advantage of that and say, hey, give me 30 minutes of your time and just get me through the first half hour of 3. And then, you know, you'll, you'll have a really good idea what the game's like. Gotcha. Well, um... You know, they showed Fallout 4. I think uh, everybody out there can probably see the trailer, so we don't have to really mm-hmm. spend forever talking about that the, part. The but... character creation stuff looked really cool. Where yeah, you're, you're like the way modeling that, right? your face in the mirror, and then your your partner, and you pick which one you want to play with, and then yeah. you get a baby based on the two faces that you've made. Yeah, that's really cool. It's v- very organic, and I, I could I don't know if anyone else thought this. I couldn't help but think of the Mario sixty four screen title <laughs> thing. <laughs> I was like, where did they get this idea? Pulling a nose. So, but yeah, it's it's very cool how they 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 try to do things organically like that. I, I thought the husband and wife switching between the two and, you know, sculpting the faces and stuff. I thought it was a really smart way to do it. Yeah, I mean, other than that, uh, what they showed just seems to be another Far Cry game that looks prettier. I mean, it's on next gen, right? Yeah, so you pretty much know what you're getting, I think, uh, which is a good thing. To me, it's more of a good thing. Yep, they they have a a couple of, you know, little tweaks that this, you know, like like, uh, the dog, your companion. Yeah, Um, but we had a dog before, though. You did, but he could totally die. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this, so this dog. It's what everyone said. Like they were all tweeting Bethesda. Like, okay, so it's great that there's a dog in there, but he's gonna die the first time you get in a fight. And Todd Howard tweeted a little bit later in the day, uh, "Dog meat cannot die." Oh, okay, okay, good. So that, so that, that kind of changes the game a bit. I mean, there's, there's probably a mechanic where if he takes enough damage, he might like run away. And then, you know, like, kind of, like, find you in another half hour, 40 minutes, or maybe he's at your house. But um, he he must be integral to the story because he cannot die. He's like Fable 2 Dog. Is that yes. it? Okay. Yes. Okay. But, yeah, like like you said, everyone's seen the trailer. Um, the world is what it is. It's kind of hard to tell because it happens, uh, uh, you know, so far in the made-up fut- future or past. But uh, it is out. It is the city of Boston and the outskirts of Boston. Yeah, um, you know, it's another vault dweller getting out and mm-hmm. experiencing Two, the world. So, two hundred years they gave they gave that plot point away. It's uh, two hundred years later, so they haven't said how or why, but uh, two hundred years pass, and you're the sole survivor of this vault. I think probably the thing that was the bigger news was like Krabby, you mentioned the gun creator tool, um, and also the power armor thing right with you can customize power armor and well yeah i think they said they had like a layered armor system yeah for the first time and the the gun customization uh is fantastic uh in past games uh um you would find let's say like a like a hunting rifle 
and the hunting rifle was the hunting rifle and it, everything has conditions. So the more you use it, the condition will slowly decrease. Um, so if you find another hunting rifle, you can repair one of them by just combining it with another hunting rifle and the condition just goes up a little bit, but you can never change out stocks or, you know, like sights or anything like that. Like the gun you had was the gun you had. So when they show that little kind of montage video of like showing 37 different, you know, parts, uh, combining to make, uh, 150 different guns, um, giving the, the player the freedom to kind of create the exact type of weapon they want to play with is, is really, really exciting. Yeah, I think probably the biggest thing to come out of it, though, was the mod support on console, right? Very cool. Yeah. So, And he said, regardless of platform. So it sounds like the mods will be uh, cross uh, uh, PC and Xbox. Well, yeah, I think um, at the Microsoft presser, which we'll get to, they said that uh, the mods are coming first to Xbox and then they're coming to PC, I mean, to PS4. But it's all going to be anything that's a PC mod that's been created, though, you can get them for free, right? Right. And and I, I remember what Todd uh, said was the, um, that uh, any player, regardless of platform, uh, can enjoy the mods. So yeah. he, he kind of made it sound like mods that are made on PC are available everywhere else. Mods that are made on Xbox are available everywhere else. So um, we'll, we'll see exactly how that shapes out. Um, the way that mods work on the PC, they actually work through the Steam Workshop, which is the digital distribution platform Steam. And the workshop is just where they allow mods to happen. So um, I'd be very curious to see if it's going to be involved with Steam Workshop or if it's going to be just in-game, you know, outside of Steam. So we'll see. Um, How much you want to bet this new Bethesda net that they announced will have a, a part of that? Oh, that's an interesting uh, observation. You play anybody? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. It is, fun. it is interesting, though, because I'm on Steam right now, and I haven't seen a Fallout 4 uh, pre-order listing here, so... Mm-hmm. Sign up for Bethesda Net now. Yep. All right, so that is Bethesda. Surprising things. Uh, should, should we should we talk now about the inclusion of uh, Fallout Three with the Xbox One version, or later with Microsoft? Uh, well, you just said it, so there we go. You get you get Fallout Three with Fallout Four on Xbox One because of backwards compatibility, which we'll also get to in more in depth. It, it, they, now they haven't announced that. That is absolutely my guess. Um, I think they have said that somewhere else that's uh that and some other games are doing the same thing all right so bethesda had a good show good show um first time they did a presser i was a little surprised that there was like not a peep about elder scrolls but uh oh no it's (laughs) (laughs) no no like Okay, raise your hand if you know anybody who's playing the Elder Scrolls online. No, 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 no. I meant like the next new Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls game. Well, 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 the team that makes that is the one that's making Fallout Four. So there's oh, they have, okay, yeah, that that's that's that team. Okay, all right. All so right. they they either make a Fallout or an Elder Scrolls uh, game. So that's why they go back and forth. Oh. So. Uh, but yeah, Todd Howard is not giving uh, Elder Scrolls Six to you know producer number four. Uh, well, then wait another four years for the next Elder Scrolls yep, game. Kind of look at the history of how long it's taken in the past, and that's when you can expect uh, uh, Spectre or whatever they call Skyrim Six. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right. Well, let's switch gears and move to Microsoft. They had the next one on uh, what, Monday morning, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Pretty yep. nearly. Ah, especially that was, you that was for a fun day. We were like, we were all on chat together. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, and Krabby, you did like a, a party thing, right? Yeah, I had some friends over throughout the day. Some came and went during different press conferences and some hung out for the whole day. Yeah, yeah. Mike Mike there hanging out with you? Mike came around the middle of the day and stayed for the last half. Okay. All right. All right. Um, let's get into Microsoft. I don't know how much Krabby's going to be excited about some of this stuff. and maybe See, some There's of this a couple gems in be. here that really got me pumped up. It, all right, it cool. wasn't all the downers. Yeah. Good. Cool, cool. Um, Halo 5. Do we need to talk about Halo 5? Nope. It's going to be a Halo game. It's probably going to be really good. I'm not going to play it until the price goes down a little bit because I just play campaign, not, not multiplayer. I'm sure it will be great. I don't know how much we need to talk about it. I don't play Halo. I mean, I'm sure it's good if you like Halo. It is. It's a Halo game. Right. It, it's a lot like Rock Band. Like, do we need to talk about Rock Band 4? Nope. No. If you like Rock Band, you're really going to like this game. That's right. Krabby, we that's did, the end. you have any special Halo? I have fun? played no. 10 minutes of Halo combined in my entire life. <laughs> and I don't plan to expand that. That's... So you played one minute on 10 occasions? <laughs> um, you'd think you that. You booted it up you'd 10 times. That. Uh, the next one, I think, was probably, to me, the biggest surprise yeah, of Microsoft. Yeah, definitely. It, w- it was, yeah. And it was definitely, it's definitely Krabby's top Microsoft news. <laughs> Very yeah, so, much so. So they, it was just a trailer. I mean, nothing nothing to show playable. But ReCore, right. a new game that includes um, Inafune for, of Mega Man fame, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and part of the Metroid Prime yeah. development team. Yeah. Yeah. Hank Inafune. <laughs> That's right. Uh, now, 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 my normal, my general rule is without gameplay, it's like, uh, okay, I guess we'll see how this shapes out. Yeah. Like, even later on when we get to, like, the, the Final Fantasy remake news, I'm kind of like, uh, it's really cool. I like it. Uh, I don't know what it looks like yet, so it's hard to say, but um, if there were ever a... Uh, uh, a game trailer that didn't have gameplay that I still feel like kind of showed me what some of the key, uh, uh, you know, components of the game are going to be like with literally taking that core and moving it, you know, from, uh, you know, from machine to machine. Uh, I, I think it gave you a kind of pretty clear idea of what the concept is. Mm. And that's why they put Inafune's name out there to be like, if, if no one's name was on that, you'd be like, yeah, that looks interesting. I guess we'll see. But the names that are attached to it are like, oh, they're doing it. I'm in. Yeah, that's very much how I felt. I I was watching it and like watch the Halo thing, kind of half zoning out, and then you see that name right at the start of the trailer, and I was like, I need to pay attention <laughs> to this. This is going to be interesting. Right, because yeah. if that happened and it was like you know, Lethal Enforcers Four, <laughs> like, uh, whatever. Well, I you know you you kind of expect. Mighty number nine two or something out of him, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's kind of because that one's coming to a close. But no, he's like, now I just want to go. I guess do something completely different, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the probably more surprising part is that this is an Xbox One exclusive game. Yeah, yeah. which which costs dollars. Yeah, so that's money. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. So it's cool. I don't, I don't know how much more you can say about it because all you saw was a trailer. Yeah. But I, you know. I, I do wonder about some of the people who don't know the name, uh, if that, you know, not knowing... Oh, uh, come on. They'll say, the guy behind Mega Man and Mighty Number no. 9, you know? Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about, like, there are kids in high school who don't know who the, what those things are. 
So I'm just curious about the younger audience that sees that uh, that trailer and is like, eh, whatever. Do you think this is like when you remember when the 360 was really young and they reached out to a lot of Japanese devs to yes, to, Sakaguchi? Yeah. Do you think that's similar? Attempt, except they're not going for like the hardcore JRPG because that didn't work out well. They're going for something a little different this time. It's very interesting. I, I it's an inter- interesting point. Um, I, I kind of feel like the way it went was, uh, they went to they they need you know they're, they're I mean they're trailing right now. They need to to pick up some momentum, so they went to a guy who's uh, coming off a hit, who's just did something that uh, he wanted to do for a long time, and they said, hey, we'll give you a whole bunch of money. You can come to our console. You can do whatever you want to do. Um, I, I think it was more along those lines, but uh, I don't know if they specifically said, okay, we need to go out and get do, a big Japanese name to get uh, people to come in. Do you think um, right after Kojima leaves Konami permanently in September, they'll, they'll throw his name behind something there exclusive? I, I don't think that's out of the question, but I, I think it's more far-fetched than what they've done. I think anybody that has deep pockets will be calling out to him he'll, <laughs> he'll he'll be able to go anywhere he wants to go i think kojima will have no problem right. with that um kojima always looks really tired to me <laughs> if you had to come up with a bat crap crazy stuff in metal gear you'd be pretty yeah, tired seriously too. i and uh, we'll, we'll get to this but metal gear 5 i haven't been into a metal gear game since 2 i don't know why i'm so interested in 5 I don't know either. Well, I guess we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, moving up, uh, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. Any interest at all in this one? Nope. I actually kind of wanted to play Garden Warfare 1 when it first came out. I never got around to it. I've heard really good things about it. Um, I've asked my wife, like, please, will you play Garden Warfare 1 with me? And she's like, yeah, we'll see. So, I mean, I still haven't played the first one, so... I, I don't know if it's in the cards for me, even though I am interested in the idea of that game. You get a ton of people in the store that, that pick it up, think they'll love it, and then when I mention to them it's online only, they put it back like 90% of the time. <laughs> mm. You're not supposed to tell them that. You're, you're trying to make money. <laughs> uh, I'd, yeah. I'd rather they... So since you have so many, well, since like. you have so many used copies, just... You know. <laughs> <laughs> I could send you one if you like. <laughs> Uh, Forza Motorsports 6. It's a car game. Car games, guys? I, I feel about this very much the same way I feel about Halo. I know it's going to be good. I know I'll probably play it at some point. It's not anything I'd remotely consider pre-ordering or buying at full price. You know what would make me buy this? If they support... No, if they... no Chris, what? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked, Bill. Free uh, copy of Castlevania. <laughs> yeah. No, if they would support the 360 wheels. I've got a really nice 360 wheel, and I can't use it oh, okay. anymore. Okay. And that's a big deterrence yeah, those to are, me. It's a big deterrence. Did you hear that, you hear that someone... Was it Logitech, or somebody just announced uh, a new wheel? No, but I, I'm not going to buy another wheel. You should uh, vote so, up uh, old wheels on that backwards compatibility list. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to try to see if I can old find Old hardware, that. yeah. But uh, you remember when 360 came out and Microsoft made the wheel, the yes. driving control with force feedback? I've still got mine. It works great. It's really yeah. good. On like all four games. Hey, Daytona USA plus that wheel is fantastic. Let me just tell you. I'm, I'm sure that it is. I got a buddy who's got the sit-down arcade, though, so I don't need the wheel. <laughs> uh, I could listen to Rolling Start all day. Uh, <laughs> now we get to the real, uh, the real meat. 
Well, we get we get to Chris's number one, and then we can move <laughs> on. I wish there was more to see, just a little trailer. But Dark Souls 3 got the official announcement coming early 2016. Now, early 2016 kind of – because a lot of times when people say spring, people forget how long spring goes yeah, into the year. You might not see that year, until so. May or June next year. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I feel like early 16 is, you know, January to March. That's kind of how I read that, you know? Um, Dark Souls 2 launched in April. Uh, both mm. times, and I would expect this to hit probably around April as well. So. Okay. Is it simultaneous uh, Japan-US, or do they get it first? Uh, I would assume that we'll get it everywhere, um, at least on console. I would imagine PC port may take a little longer. That's pretty typical of From. Yeah, so I mm. think they're typically within a week of each other in different regions. Yeah, well, I think we'll be pretty doggone close on that one. So, um, nice. I mean, of course, a beautiful trailer, but no gameplay. Show. They had some stills uh, that you could find, but I mean, it's it's Dark Souls, right? I mean, it is. What do you? I still need to. I still need to be shown how to play. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you just march. I, I pick it. I pick it up, and then I walk into a room, and like a skeleton just kills me. And I'm like, well, what was I supposed to do? And I try it again, and I hold a shield up, and then he still kills me. And, and it's I'm like, because okay, Bill well, is trying to go to the wrong place first. Well, I'm like, no, okay, well, no one's telling Bill! me how do I defend. I've told you like a million times. <laughs> yeah, you, have to, you have to tell you me to, as uh, I'm playing. You need I will a digital do that. Chris in the game telling him where to go. I will, let's get on, we'll get I'm, on, we'll put headsets on, and I will talk you through it until we can start co-op. I need Chris Tana. I can, I can do it. <laughs> I can do it. I can do it. You're I got that out. reference from my 10 minutes. <laughs> that, that's what, speaking of Xbox, Cortana is coming to Xbox. That's one of my, that's one of the things I'm most, like, I've been, uh, I've called this like two years ago, like me and my father-in-law, cause when, when, and when they announced Cortana on the Windows phone, we looked at each other and we're like, that's totally coming to Xbox. And they're like, yeah, so it's finally happening this year. So for those 20 people that still have their connect, including me, you can use Cortana. Well, there you go, right? So besides me and you, the 18 others. <laughs> that's right. I, I, I think connect is great. Uh, well, not connect is great. I like, I'm glad I have one. I think it does what it does well. There's just no games. Right. There's no games. Right. Yeah. It's 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 not a thing that I use for gaming. It's the thing that I use when I can't find my remote. And it works great <laughs> for that. And I love just being able to walk in front of it and it signs me in. I honestly yeah. love that. And I also love being able to tell it to like go to an app or turn off. Right. And, and it's not a huge thing because she was going to pick up a controller anyway, but uh, like I'll be sitting there watching TV or playing something and Sarah walks in the room and it says, hi, Sarah. So, like, if she picked a controller up, you know, it would just sign her in. Or, like, if, you know, Chris or Krabby or someone just, like, you know, walked in the room, picked up a controller, and started racing or fighting me or something, like, it would log them in. They'd be on their thing. So, it's the, it's 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 kind of a cool little seamless thing. But uh, uh, it's very interesting that they didn't mention that word at all oh, in the entire it's conference. it's dead on a doornail. <laughs> it's dead yeah. on a doornail, but... Uh, it's okay. I, I I don't think it's as dead. I, it's not dead as a Vita, <laughs> Mister Vita <laughs> That's a owner. Whole different kind of dead. Okay, well let's go back. Let's go back. Krabby, Dark Souls three. Are you as excited as I am? Probably not as excited as you are, but I am excited. That that was definitely another another spike in interest when I was watching this. Slowly phasing out after Garden Warfare and Forza, and then Dark Souls brought me back in it. I was paying attention again. They actually, they actually, speaking of zoning out and coming back in, they did a pretty good job 
of spreading the good stuff out. They did. Yes. As opposed to some other people that we'll get to later that just decided <laughs> to put all of the crap in a 48 minute uh, montage. Oh God, please. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. Ah, uh, that's going to get painful here in a minute. It will. So Krabby, you're just coming off Bloodborne, finished up Bloodborne and Bloodborne. it looks Bloodborne. like this is kind of using that graphic <laughs> engine. Yeah. So, um, are you excited? I am. I, I really liked the style of uh, some of the characters in there. I did get a little bit of a Bloodborne kind of vibe from a few of them, like those weird, creepy witch things with shells on their back. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm just finished it, and I'm already ready for another one if they want to give me another one. And you still have not played Dark Souls Two, is that right? That's right. Correct. But I did just pick up a copy, so if I choose to, I can play it very soon. So good. So good. <laughs> All right. Moving on, we have The Division. Can I go? Yes, please. <laughs> I'm, Somebody. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. So so here's the thing. Like, I know that shooters kind of get lumped into like that shooter category. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big fan of shooters that are just super fast. And, and the, the word I've always used is slippery. Like when you run out into a room and nothing feels precise, everything just feels like, you know, like, like spray your bullets, like, uh, uh, you know, bullet hose type stuff. Um, I've always really liked, uh, tactical, uh, shooters like rainbow, like, you know, these rainbow six style games, um, where I know me, me, uh, the three of us played, uh, rainbow six one night and it, it probably wasn't Krabby's, uh, most fun <laughs> gaming session ever, but that's, that's really exactly what I like. Because, of, really? because I'm, of you I'm, guys. I'm really glad. Yeah. It was. I'm, I'm yeah. really glad. Playing that with strangers would have been, I think, meaningless to me. Oh, nerve. But playing that yeah, with you guys was, it was fun. So, yeah, the three of us, we played Rainbow Six Vegas. I can't remember if it was one or two. Two. And uh, it was two. Okay. So, and we're, you know, kind of giving each other. So, okay, like, okay, cover cover the car. Okay, I get the staircase. I got over here. And Where's Krabby? <laughs> you just, yeah, you just, you just slowly move through the level and just kind of cleared areas out. Um, so, when they showed the division... Uh, last year, um, and they kind of showed like, even in the single player, you're kind of like issuing commands, kind of clearing areas out tactically. Um, I was all into it. Um, I was a little surprised that this, this thing's been in development for a long time. So I was really hoping that they would have it coming out this year. Um, just to announce that it's going to be in beta this year. I guess that's cool. Um, so we're looking, you know, probably like early, uh, next year, but, uh, um, I, I think my excitement for the division was kind of overshadowed for by siege, which looks exactly like what I'm looking for. Yeah, Rainbow Six Siege up next. I mean, they've been teasing that for a while. I think mm-hmm. even last year at E3, didn't we have a little bit of video of that? Didn't we? Right. Um, so this is this all-out team squad kind of based um, total infiltration, blow walls out sort of thing, right? It's exactly what i love about Vegas. it's like to me it's vegas 3 it's just called siege and it's exactly what i love about those games is moving with a group of people with a common objective not just everyone running out and oh i got a best kill death ratio i'm 47 and 2 right yeah like it's it's about okay did your team lose well your team lost so it doesn't matter right um it's it's watching all these guys play this i was just like like Chris when Dark Souls was announced. Like, that's how I was. Like, I was just kind of like jumping, like, you know, rubbing my hands together, jump, like, good. This, you know, it's, this is, it's, it's not my favorite kind of game in the world, but it's exactly what I want from a shooter. So I'm, I'm super excited for it. 
I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to this one too. I love the Rainbow Six games. I will definitely pick this one up to play it. Um, I'm not always the Gotta best. Take it home from the store. Maybe Willie. <laughs> he probably won't. I probably won't. He's going to use copy and he'll play with this one. Dude, there's another game on this list later on that I, I kind of want you guys to do that with me with. Okay. Well, let well, me. Okay. That that's the trade. Let Let me just throw this out there, guys. You know. uh... Dark Souls 2, we could play, you know, all together, <laughs> all together on the Xbox One, just, you know. Uh, all I need is a copy. I don't I don't have oh, an yeah. Xbox One yet. Dude, you're probably like five of them <laughs> sitting in your store. All right, take one home. All right. Uh, any interest at all, though, Krabby, really, in, in either The Division or, or Siege? No, typically when I see the words Tom Clancy, I'm out. I just have <laughs> no interest. The in- Do they have his name on them anymore? They do, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I thought that I read somewhere that the like the licensing had expired. I'm pretty sure they still showed it. At yeah, the they still do on, okay. on those ones. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, they also mentioned that um, Siege will come with Vegas One and Two. Um, nice. I already have them, but hey, you want to give them to me on my Xbox One so I don't have to boot them up uh, on the old system? I'm all for it. I'm gonna probably guess it's going to be through backwards compatibility, but uh, I'm going to agree. Um, up next, I can skip that because it's a yep. MOBA. Yep. <laughs> um, as far as indie games go, the only one I care to talk about Cuphead. is Cuphead. <laughs> uh, Cuphead looks awesome. Um, I'm going to throw in Tacoma uh, for my personal uh, pick. Okay. Well, I think probably most people know what Cuphead is, but my God, that looks so fun. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's another one that we've seen for a long time. And I mean, people have done like this kind of animated art style before, but not in this like old, like twenties style, like early, uh, uh, animation. It looks, uh, it looks unreal. It looks unlike anything you've seen. So Krabby, will you be taking an Xbox home to play Cuphead? Uh, if they put it on a disc, I would. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> you just bought some DLC. So don't start, right? Yeah. Krabby loves digital. <laughs> Admit it, you bought DLC, didn't you? Uh, I did. I'll See? admit it. Yep. What was it, Ryu in Super Smash? It was Ryu, Lucas, and Roy <laughs> in Smash Brothers. So you've passed the point of no return. Yeah, we do a lot of competitive oh. Smash Brothers stuff up here, so every Wii U that we have, we got to run everybody on. So I did it. I did it. It's, I don't, it's, it's, it just sounds comical to me. We do a lot of competitive Wii U up here. <laughs> it's a thing. Oh, you're the one. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so if Cuphead is on a disc or if Krabby goes to someone's house who has Cuphead on a system, he will play it, correct? Oh, or on, if we man. start a competitive Cuphead scene up here. <laughs> so tell me why you care about Tacoma, Bill. Um, because it's the latest game from Fulbright Studios. That means nothing to me. You guys familiar with Fulbright? No. So Fulbright I is, know the name, was, but not uh, the start- history. Yep. Yes. It's, it's like that little light bulb. Fulbright Studios was founded by Steve Gaynor. Um, uh, Bioshock fans will recognize Steve Gaynor's name as he was the creative uh, uh, lead on the Bioshock 2 Minerva's Den uh, DLC. It was good. Which was a standalone um, single-player story, which was so good that... Because uh, that wasn't a Ken Levine game. That was like uh, when you know 2K did another one on their own. Yeah. So it was so good that Ken Levine uh, hired uh, Steve Gaynor to uh, join the Bioshock Infinite team. 
Um, after that game, Steve Gaynor left and founded Fulbright Studios, and the first game they put out was a uh, a PC game called Gone Home, um, which was uh, unlike anything uh, I've ever played before or have played since. Uh, very emotional, um, very very interesting uh, journey, something I'd never seen in a video game before, um, and just very very cool. So uh, uh, they've been on my radar for a while, and uh, this is their first game since Gone Home, so that's why I care. Okay. All right. Any other uh, indie games, Krabby? I know you're probably not looking at much because they don't come on discs. No, I'm just waiting to get to the next couple things. <laughs> <laughs> biding your time. Are you biding your time for Rise of Tomb Raider? I am not biding my time okay, for Rise I, of the Tomb Raider. I was curious okay, about right, that. Yeah. That's fine. Um, I liked the last Tomb Raider game. I played the one, the definitive edition or whatever on Xbox One. I had a good mm-hmm. time with it. It, well, it didn't like blow me away, but I had a good time mm-hmm. with it. I played the definitive edition, uh, uh, but I played it before it came out on the Xbox One because it was released on the PC when the game first came out. Oh. Um, I played it uh, um, when I first started playing this game. I saw like, oh, this you know, I, this actually it's as good as everyone says it is. It's great. Kind of toward like eighty percent of the way through the game, it started wearing out its welcome, yeah. and I started like not having as much fun as I had at the beginning of the game. Um, and then it was over, and I was like, okay, cool, that was a thing. Um, I, I wouldn't say it really left me wanting more. It left me with, like, you know, just enough Tomb Raider as I wanted to play. So th- this this doesn't really do much for me. Yeah, this strikes me as one of those games I'll wait until it's maybe half price or something. But, uh, you know, I enjoyed the last one enough to play it, so I would enjoy this yeah. one enough to play it again for a discounted price yeah it, it was cool for what it actually reminded me of uncharted a little bit with uh just kind of like the tomb rating that you're doing and then eight thousand enemies would show up and you had to kill them all well, you know. um and it was kind of rinse and repeat after that um it was fun for a while and it just it just kind of wore out its welcome so i don't know if this is one i'd be interested to play no matter what the price but uh people seem excited so that's good yeah, yeah. Um, and then moving on, the one that really struck me that I didn't see coming at all mm-hmm. was Rare Replay. Yeah. Another bright spot. Uh, all right, Krabby, so let's tell us about Rare Replay. Uh, it's just a collection of Rare games since, like, way back to the NES forward. There was, what, like, RC Pro-Am, Killer Instinct, Banjo-Kazooie, uh, Conquer. They were, like, all over the place. They were grabbing every genre, all sorts of consoles, and what was it, like thirty bucks retail? Like they said, like a dollar yeah. a game. Like that's yeah, awesome. I, yeah, I think it's thirty games, thirty bucks. And there's like even N64 games like Blast Core. Yeah. On there, um, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, Blast Core. Uh, yeah. I mean, this one seems like a no-brainer buy, isn't it? I mean, like, like who is not going to buy this? Uh, I'm probably not going to buy it. Really? Yeah. Not even for, like, I want to play Battletoads and RC Pro-Am for a minute. <laughs> I have those games. But you, they just are sitting on your console. I don't have to go dig the NES out or anything. I just... I still gotta... I, well, I don't need to dig out the NES either. I, the Retron's connected to the TV. Uh, Blast Core? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have Blast Core. So, I mean, there is that. I mean, like, I'm not saying I'll never get it, but, like, uh, the, the, the last big retro collection that I got really excited for was Sonic's Ultimate Genesis collection. Yeah, yeah. And I played a whole bunch of it. And then I, and I played it for like, you know, it's 
I didn't play it for any kind of like length of time. I played each one of those games for like an hour, and then I was like, okay, I'm done with it. And I just never fired it up again. So, But it's like uh, $30. I'm, I mean... I know. No, you can even just wait. It'll be used in like a week at like twenty. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like I wouldn't buy it like new day it comes out. Okay. For, for thirty, I would. This is the kind of stuff I want to support. I want to see more of. So I'll buy that at full price all day long. Yeah, this to me seems like a no brainer at thirty dollars. It's a dollar a game. Well, then I have I have no brain. I'm not buying it <laughs> I, for thirty dollars. I, mean, I mean, for me, for me, I mean, for me, this is just a duh, a, just a buy because I know it's like a lot of great games I would like to play. Yeah. And 10,000 gamer score. I, I actually, that's really appealing to me, the gamer score part of it. Not that I'm a big achievement hunter, but it's just fun to, like, when I had the uh, the PlayStation Network went down and you got the free downloads. Yeah. That month or week or whatever we had it for, uh, I played, like, Streets of Rage 2 and Sonic the Hedgehog with achievements. Oh, yeah. So much fun just to have these weird little things to try and do to extend the life of these old games that I've played a million times. I, I'm looking forward that, to seeing what they do. Like, if yeah. I can, if I have to do Battletoads like in one life, or if I have to, <laughs> uh, yeah, like just whatever weird little things they want me to tweak to, to have fun with it. That's probably, that's more interesting than just having the games to me. Uh, cause it's now that you say it, when I did the Sonic Mega Collection, each game had an achievement. And each achievement was like whatever it was, like 150 points or whatever. And, and, and did, it, did it make you hate Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine? Uh, I <laughs> beat Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean wow. Machine. But it, but it wasn't fun. <laughs> oh, well, here's, here's the, 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 the part. Um, I put in the code to skip right to the last level. <laughs> and then it, and then you just die 45 times until you're like, okay, okay, good, good, perfect, 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 perfect. I win. So, um, but yeah, I, I had a friend who had 950 points in that forever and I got to a thousand and I sent him the picture and he played it for like three weeks straight until he, uh, he could match it. But yeah, that, that, that was part of the reason why I played every single one of those games. Cause each had a little funny achievement. Oh, Sonic Spinball. Oh, Sonic Spinball. Yeah. Oh, I like that game. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Well, Rare Replay to me, at least if nothing else for a lot of people, it's a fantastic deal. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, the new rare IP that they <laughs> drag out was Sea of Thieves. I went from... I'm not excited yet. I went from, like, elated for that replay to just disappointed again for the next thing they showed. Yeah. Does everyone know that that Krabby hates pirates? He does hate pirates. I was so... He I'm like, pirates. I'm a new rare game, like, super pumped, and as soon as I realized there was, like, a skeleton, like, stabbed to a palm tree, I'm like, oh, it's pirate-themed. <sighs> mm-hmm. I, I didn't even know the name of it. I phased out until you, like, showed me the list of uh, the review stuff here. Oh, yeah. Um, They didn't really say anything about the gameplay at all, though, right? It was just like, yes. oh, we're making no. a new game. It's uh, it, something it about was, always connected show- multiplayer, though, I think. Bill, you remember yeah, any I mean, of that? No, nah, I mean, I just remember that it was it was not CG. Yeah. I remember that it was, like, mostly rendered, and they showed some ships, and they showed ships crashing into each other, and they showed ship combat. And uh, um, so, yeah, you don't really know what the meat of the game is. Um, I loved Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag. Um, I don't know if this would be something that I'd be super into. The interesting part to me is you saw, like, names above, like, every character 
So you have to think, is this only like there's no NPCs only online kind of thing? Or I don't know. Yeah, that that, that doesn't make me more excited. (laughs) Probably not. Uh, uh, Rare's not done a lot of great stuff that's awesome in a while. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, like it's not original stuff. And then just speaking about Rare, one more second. um, Some people, I guess, have asked them like, hey, why isn't GoldenEye in there? Is it because of licensing or Nintendo or whatever? And they were like, honestly, it wasn't. They were like, we talked about trying to get it. Um, and then at the end of the day, they said, you know, we didn't create that world. We didn't create that character. So every game that they have in here, they want it to be like a world or a character that they created. Um, so that's why it's, you know, if they haven't released the full list of games yet, which is kind of weird because they know the number of games. There's a big, <laughs> we, there's a pretty big list that's out there already, though. Wouldn't Goldeneye yeah, it's, 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 on the Xbox One, just for like four player split screen, just be so much fun, though? It would be, yeah. But there's Perfect Dark. So this is not as good. You can just play Perfect Dark. It's the exact same thing. They just reskinned With it. Cooler it's weapons. Like future guns. They're not not quite as fun. Ah, future guns. This is <laughs> like the one that can like guns. yeah the briefcase turret laptop and there's like the far yeah. thing like see your heat signature through a wall and kill you. It was you. fun. Man, for someone who doesn't like the game, you sure played a lot of Perfect Dark. <laughs> we did play a lot of Perfect Dark. <laughs> <laughs> you had an alien named Elvis. Come on, man. <laughs> Ah, uh, up next, Gears of War Ultimate Edition. Next. Uh, all I know is I did get a message from Xbox a minute ago. I have a free beta code, so. Oh, cool. Maybe I should. Oh, wait, that's the message. I just got a notification on my phone that I have a new message from Microsoft. That's what it that's is. That's what it is. Welcome to the preview program. Ah, cool. Now, so real quick, to uh, is Gears of War Ultimate Edition a definitive edition of just Gears 1? I think 1? it is. I think it's like a total remastering of Gears 1, you know. I would definitely, this is one that I would definitely play through if it was like a game with gold or if I was able to acquire it for five or ten bucks. Um, it, Gears of War 1 is a great game. Uh, I, I just don't know if I'd go out and be excited to pay 60 bucks for it. Well, you can play the beta and find out. Cool. And then finally, Gears for the new Whoa, whoa, Gears we didn't ask Krabby if he was excited about <laughs> Gears of War Ultimate Edition. Crickets. So excited, so excited. Crickets, crickets. Have you ever even Ex- touched a Gears, Gears of War game? Splatoon edition, maybe? <laughs> Have you ever touched need, a Gears need, game? We credit? need a paint chainsaw. Yeah, that sounds delightful. <laughs> uh, uh, Gears 4, do we need to talk about this? It's it's a Gears game. It's coming out. <laughs> yep. It's a new Gears game. It's the uh, it was is the first one not done by Cliffy? No, no. The last the, one. The was. Judgment, judgment was. Yeah, yeah, Judgment. That's what it was called, right? When we were watching it, we I was sitting there with the, the same guy that was really pumped about Fallout. And he's like, this game's so dark. I can't see what's going on. And as soon as he finished saying that, something hit the guy's flashlight and knocked it out. And he's like, oh, I really can't see anything. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Probably uh, one of the biggest announcements had, well, a couple of them here, had nothing to do with actual games, probably. Um, Specifically, backwards compatibility. We've talked a little bit about it. But to me, this is gigantic. It's way bigger than I would have thought that this announcement would be. It's the only, and I know this sounds really corny. It's the only announcement of the entire show that like kind of gave me goosebumps a little bit because <laughs> I kind of realized how big a deal it was as he was saying. Yeah. It. Like it, it's a, uh, uh, what's his name gets up there? Uh, Phil Spencer, right? Yeah. And, and he tossed it over to Mike. 
Ibarra. Right, and, and like, but as he's, he's like, okay, like, there's been one thing that's uh-huh. been consistently on the top of the request list, yep. and I don't care what company you are, if you say there's been something that for a long time has consistently been the number one thing you've been asking for, and we've been working on it, you know, we didn't think it was possible, but we did some, we told the engineers, hey, just try, just look at it, make sure it's impossible, and they find a way to do it. One of my big disappointments of this whole show is how many people complained about this feature, like on social media and like on forums and stuff. Well, yeah, this is great, but why didn't you do this a year ago? I heard so much that. Well, Shut up, person! Too late. Like, ser- seriously, God, like yeah. uh, this this kid uh, who I like knew through another guy in, on Facebook was like, "Why couldn't you do this before putting out that crappy Master Chief collection so I could just play my old crap on my?" Th- you know what? Like, would you, would you not be frustrated so though if you like? Six months ago, nope. traded your 360 and all of your games in to nope. get an Xbox One, and it's like, hey, I could have kept those five games that I just love. Now I got to go buy them again. Nope. Okay, here. I made my bed. Here, let's the thing. <laughs> I made my bed. A, if I wanted, if I really wanted to keep those games, I would have kept them. Yeah, that's it. A, which is why did. did you need to trade your 360 and games for that twenty dollars that GameStop would give you? I mean, come on. Yeah, I'll let you borrow twenty. When you're fifteen, man, twenty bucks makes a big difference sometimes. Uh, Don't don't Mm. eat one pizza. All right. (laughs) So if you if 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 you teach a man to pizza, (laughs) then he'll. (laughs) Okay, but then let's get to the other issue where they're like, "Well, you know, it took them. You know, why they take so long? I mean, uh, okay." they're not charging you anything for this. Right. It's Zero. free. What Zero. are you complaining about? Because because back a year ago, it was like, okay, like the, the games won't work on the new thing. And they're like, what about digital games? And, and like the argument back then was, listen, we're not going to ask our developer, the developer, third-party developers to go out and rewrite their yes. games for a new system and give it away for free to people who bought the old version. Like they, they can't do that. Right. So – if you read the, uh, like the kind of the technical way of like how they ended up doing this, um, in a nutshell, the Xbox 360 games will only run if they know they're on a legit Xbox 360 operating system. There's no way around that. So what they've done is they've downloaded the entire Xbox 360 operating system to the Xbox One to get this to work. Now, once that happens, the architecture of the systems is actually similar enough for most of the games just work, which they were surprised to find out like that everything just works. But then the other problem is the Xbox One will only play a game if it thinks it's an Xbox One game. So they're fooling like two or three things into making it believe that it works. And But once they figured out they could do it, they're like, okay, let's roll this out and let's not charge anybody anything for all this work that we've done. Like, I, I can't understand why people would complain. About, like, I know like it's it's later than you would have liked it, but... This is awesome. Uh, let me tell you, it's a lot better than PlayStation's solution. Sell you the new game and stream it to you? Yeah, or charge <laughs> you again for a, a wrapped version on the PSN. I mean, what's the complaint? I don't get it. Um, right. The and, only like, scenario I, I, that me, I, I can see is the one that I mentioned. Like, I, I know you yeah, say it's not and, much, and, but it's you, the, the heap of the trade-in is the console, right? And you, if you can't play the games, you're not going to keep them. You're just going to get what you can for them. Okay, here, let me say, even if you're in that scenario and you did that, okay, you don't need to buy the console again. Go out and buy the games that are now $5 a piece. If you're lucky. And, 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 right, and no, and, and Kra- no, Kravit makes a good point, and I shouldn't be dismissive of that. Like, that, that's, that is a point. And there, it's kind of like how, like, I ran into a game-breaking bug in Fallout New Vegas, and I stopped playing it forever because it pissed me off. 
everyone else in the world who didn't run into that bug, they're like, ah, oh, I feel really bad for you. You ran into that bug, but I didn't run into it and I had a great gaming experience. Yeah, it's so a small it's, niche it's, that it's, it's going to affect. I think. It's valid. It's right. It's valid to the people whom it affects. So that, that's, that is true. Um, so I probably shouldn't be dismissive like that, but, uh, I guess my whole thing was, you know, when they, cause I would have loved to have traded in my 360 back then and been like, oh, I don't need this thing anymore. I can put it towards a console. Um, but I decided to keep it because it was like, well, I'm going to want to play those games again. I want to play Lost Odyssey. I want to play, you know, uh, you know, you know, Rock Band before Rock Band 4 was announced or like, you know, whatever. So, so I didn't, but, uh, I, I'm going to be another niche that this annoys because, um, <laughs> if you've ever worked at a game store and someone wants to buy original Xbox games for their 360, you'd know how much of a pain in the ass that is. It's going to be the exact same thing all over again. It's going to be like, well, does this game work? Well, does this game work? No, well, does this game work? no, no, well, no, does no, this game work? no, because it's so, so what, what you're, what you're comparing is a little bit apples and oranges or tangerines and pomegranates. <laughs> I don't know how you say it in Canada, but, um, so the problem Rock with the, the original Xbox versus the 360 <laughs> was the game needed to, like, it needed to be specifically written to have code for everything to work. Right. So what they've said is it, using this method, Every game works. All they need is permission from the people who made it to allow people to install right. it on and the system. And they're not going to get 100% permission. No, they're not going to get 100%, but, but they're going to get a lot. Well, then the people do. If you're mad about that, go talk to the publisher. Gripe at them. But but the the trend that you're already starting to see is – so Microsoft's already gone to publishers and said, okay, this is a thing. What do you think about it? And the publishers are saying, well, it'd be great, but you know we want to make sure that our new thing sells too. Which is exactly what you're seeing. You buy Fallout, there's your Fallout 3. Buy Rainbow Six Siege, there's Vegas 1 and 2. So if it's a company that you like, you're probably going to buy their new game anyway. Here's our old game. And I think that's a trend that's going to continue. Well, and I think it's a value add, right? Because those old games like you know Vegas 1 and 2 are literally worthless. You can't sell them again. So, but you can you can give them to someone. So that's that. There's value in the gift. <laughs> I'm just saying monetarily, they can't milk Cor- they can't milk that cow anymore. But Correct. it seems to be a big value add to go. Hey, we're going to give you these for nothing. That to right. me goes. I want the Xbox version. Yeah, and this has been a thing on PC for a while. If you like pre-order a PC, like you pre-order Mortal Kombat 10, hey, you get Mortal Kombat 9, which was always kind of weird because like a lot of people already had it, so it was a weird thing to add on. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm totally. I like this trend I, I'm, the, of the of the previous ones before them. It's awesome. Yeah, I I, I like the trend of give someone a thing, and uh, um, but and, and to Krabby's point though, he's absolutely right. When I worked at Best Buy, it was like a three-page list of the games that were compatible, and Every time we look, like, you know, someone would come up and say, oh, can I play this on the system? And you're looking at it and you're like, mm, no. I will, I will <laughs> agree, but I also have to it's say. It's really funny, too, on that one. Like, when someone's like, I really want to play, like, True Crime. It's like, well, you can play True Crime LA, but you can't play True Crime New York. <laughs> but, I mean, I'll be just as even-handed to say, hey, look, I have... You know, very few people had a PlayStation Three that was backwards compatibility. They they just Correct. they just said we're not doing it at all. For Nobody PlayStation knows 2. that you can play PS One games on there. It surprises the I hell had, out of me. 
I had this conversation with a couple of friends of mine, uh, Kaylee and Courtney, who don't listen to this show, so we can say whatever we want about them. Um, but <laughs> we're like in guys. a car, we're driving somewhere, and we're having like a video game conversation or something. And I was talking about like, uh, you know, different versions of PlayStation. Okay. The fir- first was the 60 and the 20, and then the 80 came out, and the, uh, the Metal Gear bundle was the last, uh, bundle, uh, in the US that played, was back compatible with the PlayStation 2 games. And I can't, I, I kind of got on, I was like, every PlayStation 3, ever made plays PlayStation 1 games. And they jumped on me. They were like, no, it doesn't. Just the early ones. And I was like, uh, no, no, no. You're thinking of PlayStation 2 games. Every PS3 plays every PS1 game. And they kind of looked at each other like, are you serious? And like they looked it up on their phone and they were like, crap, how do we not know that? And, but, and then like a year later, I just mentioned it. I was like, hey, since you found that out, how many PlayStation 1 games have you played on your PS3? And they're like, oh, none. We just tried it once to see if it works. And, like, <laughs> it got to like, the title screen, and then we turned it off. Yeah. So, Yeah. Um, I, I think the thing that changed a little bit, though, like originally it was hardware-based, and I think the later models were software-based. But that's neither here nor there. Right. It's just to say that I don't know how you can heap on and complain about this when you're getting it for nothing when the competition isn't doing it at all. Right. I, I, I don't get that. So, right. And I'll be honest, that same day they announced that, I immediately went and started playing the backwards compatible games, and it works flawlessly. I, I re-downloaded the... What, what do you uh, mean the, the competition the... doesn't do it at all? I think the Wii U is 100% backwards compatible, <laughs> Chris. Krabby, wait, 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 wait. I got to say this. I said competition. <laughs> oh. It might not be competition with the PS4, but it's it's, it's keeping up with the Xbox One. No, no, no it's, like, it, we it's have, keeping up with the we Vita. Have, <laughs> we we it, we ha- no, it's a pretty competitive scene up here with the Wii U, so that's competition. <laughs> exactly. So, I have uh, a Wii U. I, I can say I that we were. That was a good burn. Though. I, I have. I it own a Wii a U. Burn. So Wii U lovers out there, don't burn. Don't get mad at me. I own one. <laughs> uh, I uh, I was so close to getting one, and then like we just had bills to pay. I couldn't use this like a uh, little bit of extra income that I got to uh, get the the Wii U bundle that was like on eBay at the time. But uh, uh, that 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 ship has sailed. So we'll we'll see if I have any money left over after Fallout this year be and cheap. a couple others. They'll be cheap at some point. There, it's going to be dead soon so don't worry xenoblade chronicles x coming out free in december yeah yeah well i haven't uh, there's still some 3ds stuff i haven't played freaking majora's mask or xenoblade chronicles uh, 3ds we've got to get back to it guys we're gonna run out of time we're gonna run out of time uh elite controller super magical controller for 150 bucks any interest what when this thing first started being shown, I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. And then I started thinking to myself, this is going to be $100. <laughs> and then, like, a day or two later, Chris was like, eh, it's $149. Um, I don't think I'm a buyer at $149, but the more I look at it and I've seen the teardown now, it, it, it's a $150 controller. It is. It looks really amazing. I think this will sell the competitive people. Yes. Um, probably not a lot of, a lot of other people, but uh, Microsoft's big enough and they have deep enough pockets they can do that. They can afford to do that. Yeah, I, I think it'll sell to a lot of people who don't pay rent. No offense to those people. <laughs> um, no, but it's okay. Because I was once one of those people, sure. and I bought like a Samsung GX TV. I mean, I didn't have rent to pay. Sure. So, um, uh, but yeah, I, I think it's really cool. Um, I've never seen a D-pad quite like that, like angular, like faceted one that they had on there. But you can swap them out. You don't have to use that I'm one. I'm fascinated by the faceted D-pad. <laughs> uh, I'll be really honest. 
Um, I would love to have one of these. And I have a friend that buys like everything Xbox that was actually at mm-hmm. that presser, and uh, he'll probably buy it. So I'll at least go. T- I will at least go check it out. <laughs> I will at least nice. go check it out. I wonder if someone will trade me one of the Elite controllers for my Day One 2013 controller. Probably not. Uh, it says Day One right on it. <laughs> uh, and then the last two. Well, we two more things. Uh, it's a lot of stuff in here. Um, Xbox is now doing a preview program, which is much like uh, early access on Steam, where you can pay and you get sort of a pre-released, not quite finished game. Very, very glad that this is a thing. Um, it's not really interesting. To, it's I'm not personally interested in it. I'm just really glad that it's a, an avenue that they're exploring. Okay, I imagine this means nothing to you. You would not buy a digital thing that isn't even done yet, would you? <laughs> you have to buy it? Yeah. <laughs> like, for example, I looked at this. I looked at this. You have to pay for early access. That's a benefit. Like <sighs> Elite Dangerous is on this program. I looked at it. $32. Do you get the full game when it's released? I think that's the part of the deal, yeah. Okay, then that's that's pretty cool. Even if, d- dude, if someone was planning on getting this game, why wouldn't you just plunk down the 32 and then not even play the preview? Just wait till the final Because the danger with these is that you the game may never come out. Oh, uh, so it's like a gamble? It is kind of a gamble. Yeah, I mean, okay. they could just say, eh, or like scrap it, or totally change it and say, no, we're just throwing this out and starting over. Who knows, right? It's not done. Yeah. It's not done. Um, and last but not least was HoloLens and the Minecraft demo. Was surprisingly fascinating. <laughs> I am around a lot of Minecraft up here, and I have a very, very capable of phasing it out and ignoring it. And just seeing him, like, shoot a lightning bolt without really moving, just, like, where he was focusing on to, like, blow up a section was really cool. Yeah, um... I don't know what I would play with it, though. Yeah, just watching this, I was like, wow, this could be so cool. Um, And the immediate thing that struck me is, because I've got a five-year-old daughter that loves Minecraft, I said, I cannot let her see this video. (laughs) Yeah, my my boss at work has a couple of kids who love Minecraft. I showed him the the video the next day. He said the same thing. He's like, I can't let my kids see this. Yeah, because I would have to buy one if they saw that. Um... I actually wasn't th- like I was absolutely amazed when the when I first saw the video. Um, I think like a day or two later, after all the press got to demo it, it kind of came out that the demo was slightly misleading and that the field of view on the Hololens is not nearly as big as they led you to believe it was. Uh-huh. Um, that's like the field of view that they're shooting for. Um, okay. if, you, if you go on Polygon, you can kind of see um, they show like a. a uh, an actual mock-up of like how big the actual field of view is. Um, I actually wasn't thinking about video games when I saw this. I was thinking about tabletop games um, where I could just, you know, I mean, if it was a video, even if you could buy like a tabletop game on, you know, Xbox One or Windows PC or whatever and just put your lens on and then just look at your big table and say, okay, set up the board game. And then the board game is set up there and instead of like little plastic pieces, you had like your little, you know, dog that was running around or like your guy with like, uh, you know, his your Gears of War guy or whatever. And just to be able to play the game like on a surface like that. But um, I wasn't really thinking of like strictly in video game uh, sense, uh, but uh, it was the tech is very, very impressive. RTS or a strategy game might be cool with it. Yeah, or like you know, like just get like a great big black table and like a big like space combat sim, like <laughs> with like a bunch of people controlling like big space armies. That could be cool, yeah. Oh, so cool. But yeah, the the tech's very impressive. 
I see this as much more practical to me than VR because Correct. I can actually see the human beings that are also still in the room and interact with them. Right. It's, 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 I mean, it's, uh, I remember I texted a couple of friends. I was like, guys, have you seen the HoloLens demo? And they were all like, uh, Morpheus, Oculus, I really don't care. And I was like, no, you haven't seen this yet. And one of them texted me back after he watched the video. He was like, oh, so it's like AR cards. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's exactly like it's, you take, you're projecting something, you know, into the world that's not there. But instead of like holding up 3DS and seeing it projected on your screen, you just see it in your field of view, which is great. I can think of one situation, which would be great, at least for me, would be if I feel like playing Xbox in bed or something, right? I don't mm-hmm. need the TV in the room. I don't need the Xbox in the room. Right. <laughs> but uh... that's, a, that's a fun level. Chris's bedroom. <laughs> You just picture your wife like watching you waving your hands at nothing in the air and yelling. <laughs> Get off her. <laughs> no, I'm just, you know, they have like the giant TV mode, right? So you oh, just, that's true. You just yeah. use that. Yeah. All right. So that's Microsoft. Um, <laughs> they, they, they did a really good job. And, it feel, and I really feel like they, they knew that they needed to do a really good job. I was yeah. happier with that conference than I really, really anticipated I was going to be. I, I had no interest going into that. And there was a few things in there that really spoke to me. Mm-hmm. I think they did a great job. They did a great job. Up next, unfortunately, we have to move on to EA. <laughs> no, there's, there's some good stuff in here. And then there's some crap. Uh, the press conference was probably the, one of the worst press conferences. Uh, I don't know. A later one might tie it, but and 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 like and here, the problem with rich people is they surround themselves with yes men and oh, just God. oh yes boss oh yeah that's a great idea boss oh yes 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 so rich people never know when they're doing something that's terrible and then it happens and like someone still has to tell them hey boss that was terrible or else they don't know um, <laughs> Twi- and I feel Twi- like this Twitter is a will ca- tell them. Yeah, but they don't mean, I don't, <laughs> I, I used to work with a bunch of doctors and when you work for like 12 people who are all like millionaires, you find out real fast, they don't care what anybody thinks. <laughs> so I don't think they care if Twitter is like, oh, we don't like, the- uh, we'll get into it later, but this was a bad, 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 bad show. Yeah. So <laughs> if you haven't watched it, just listen to our version and don't watch it. Oh my God. It was terrible. Uh, let's wrap through some of this stuff. Probably some of this is going to go really fast. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda is Strong like, opening. it's a logo. Yep. <laughs> we okay. are making a Mass Effect game that you already knew we were making. Here is the official name of it. Give us a year and a half. It's the logical step from the concept art we got a year ago. <laughs> sure. Yep. It's now it moves. Uh, now those three sketches, <laughs> you like we put we put them in a flip book. <laughs> the only thing that slightly tangent to that I thought was interesting is they totally shot down the idea of a an updated trilogy for this current gen. Yeah, I find that weird. Yeah, which is kind of what I was really really expecting from them is like, but because it's it's a trend like a lot of yeah. people put out like the remaster yeah. right before the new one comes Especially out. If so the, I if it's going to be a year and a half off, like here's something to tide you over. Yeah, so I, I well, think what's more likely is it's coming holiday 2016, which means we have E3 2016 plus eight months before the game comes out. So I, I think that it's still a possibility for next year, um, but I was surprised they didn't say anything. But with backwards compatibility and PlayStation Now, 
You can just you can play right, exactly. So is maybe it, there's not a big enough market, right? Is it necessary? Because I got to tell you, I fired up Mass Effect One today for the first time in a little bit, and I wasn't expecting it to look that good, and it looked pretty good. Yeah, I mean, good enough, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it doesn't look like an Xbox One game, but it is definitely playable. Sure. Um, Need for Speed, anybody? Nope. Nope. <laughs> ever, ever, you ever like a racing game, Krabby? Like, not a not a retro, like... A, <laughs> Mario any, Kart, any, right? Anything uh, PlayStation forward. Um, I like kart racing games a lot. I like F-Zero and Extreme G, San Francisco Rush, Sega GT. Rush. Rush. Burnout? I haven't played Burnout, but I think I would like it. It's it's on my my two playlist. I've heard three good. and Paradise are both really good, so I'm I'm planning to try one yeah, of those two. They're 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 fantastic. Revenge is pretty much the same as three, just more aggressive. Cool. Rolling forward, I'm going to move to Unravel. Looks cute. Uh, yeah, everyone seemed to care about this, but me, and I'm happy for everybody. I, I'm just not into cutesy platformers like the little big planet stuff, but everyone seems into it. Yarny, it's the year of yarn. It is. Isn't it? <laughs> it's a very yarny year. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Bill. All right, we'll let you talk about <laughs> NHL 16 for a minute. Oh, you mean how EA won E3? <laughs> sure. This is. I had my Dark Souls three moments. So you can have your NHL. Moment. NHL go, go for 16. Winner is all of us. <laughs> So, yeah, obviously. If your name this, is Bill. Right. I mean, so obviously you care about this if you care about hockey. Um, and it, a lot like, you know how, like, Microsoft kind of, like, crapped the bed last year? No, not last. It was the year before they crapped the, the bed. The year before, yeah. sorry. Yeah, Two so, years ago. So when, so when they crapped the bed a couple of years ago, right, before the thing came out, um, I feel like that's what NHL did last year with their terrible, terrible game. And I'm sorry if I'm only talking to myself with this, but uh, the game that came out <laughs> last year was was awful it it was it was neutered it was cut down to nothing i've actually been playing it for the first time on xbox one this week because of the ea whatever you call it the access vault thing that's free this week um and it's amazing how much is just not in there like you go to practice mode and it's just one player that you cannot choose doing breakaways (laughs) against a goaltender from another team whom you cannot choose There's no team practice. There's no like training. There's no create a play. Like all these standard things that have been in the game for years. They're just like, we can't fit it in. We got to get it out in two weeks. So this year they've got this big campaign of like, they're letting you ask questions like on their website, like every day and they're answering every one of them. Like, yes, it's going to have this. Yes, yes. So I feel like they really know that they have to make a really great game. So it's, it's the first one in a while I've been excited about. Uh, but that's it. EA, uh, NHL 16. Anyone who wants to play, let me know. Does it start off with dun 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 They had to get the licensing from uh from Konami for that one, but Konami's not doing anything with it anymore. So they're probably making blades of mobile steel. Oh god. Okay, I'm gonna move forward. Sports, sports, sports. Anybody stop me if you want something. The whole press conference, like especially when I had all these friends over, we're sitting there and nobody is paying attention, like. We still got the guy playing uh, Fallout Shelter on Fallout his phone. Shelter. The rest of us are playing Ryu and Lucas matches on the Wii U, like waiting for something interesting to happen, and it just wasn't happening. Yeah, should have went. Should have went for pizza. I don't, I don't think any E3 is the venue for talk, even talking about sports stuff. I mean, everyone knows all these games are coming out, and when you start talking about them at a show, you're talking to like one eighteenth of each room, and it's like you really just shouldn't have done. They should have showed a two minute montage. 
and then been like, we're going to talk way more about sports to people who are here, and then they'll write stories about it that you can read. Or at least break them up, too. Like, the NHL one didn't bother me. It was short. The PGA mm-hmm. one didn't bother me. It was short. Holy crap, did they spend a ton of time on NBA and FIFA when they pulled out Pele? Right. Like, Oh, oh God! Yeah. No way. Yeah. And let's let's interview him for twenty yeah. minutes. And and you guys know why NBA Live they spent a lot of time with, right? Because like they've made such bad games internally for the last seven years that they haven't bothered to release a game in a while. <laughs> so they really wanted to show people, no, for real, this is going to be competition for two K, which I still don't think it will be. But yeah, like Pele, like it in front of a room full of people who have no idea who that is. Yeah, it's like, man, if you were really into soccer 40 years ago... Yeah, we've got your guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Dear America. Yeah. So, but now we get to talk about uh, a couple of good games. Do we? You guys like Mirror's Edge, right? Never Love the first one. Oh, you didn't? Okay. This one, this was the one thing I was really excited to see something about an EA, and I was really nervous because last year all the talk was, you know always online, multiplayer, open world, all these things that Mirror's Edge wasn't, they were like adding into it. So I, I, it looked pretty good. The gameplay looked tight. Um, the parkour stuff looked really cool. But I still get this kind of Dead Space 3 feeling where they're going to try and just make it into something that fans of the series didn't want. No. Hardcore parkour. <laughs> I think the issue was there wasn't enough fans to begin with, right? So, right. Because so, it didn't sell really, the, very well, right? You know, you know what it reminds me? It reminds me of Enslaved. You guys play yeah, that? I like that yeah. game a lot. Yeah, I love I love that game. It's it's a Mirror's Edge and Enslaved are similar to me in that they're both really good games that everyone who's played a, a, a chunk of it really really likes, and they don't. Neither one of them have a huge fan base. Yeah, I think it's the kind of game where you you look at it and you're like, I don't get it. Right. So I can't tell you how great I thought Enslaved was once I finally like got into it. Like just the 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 what do you call it? The uh I can't think of the word. The uh I'll think of it later. <laughs> how how like fulfilling the combat is of oh, satisfying. Yeah. Like yeah. how okay. like when you like just like the sounds and like the, the the force that you hit people with like the combat is so satisfying. Yeah. And uh uh it's it's a game that's so good that it kind of hurts you when other people haven't played it. And I know a lot of people with Mirror's Edge who have loved it for a long time, and they're like, oh, like it's it's just a game that never found a fan base. Yeah. I, I don't know that it's going to with this new one either. The, Probably not. Does this one still interest you after seeing all this? Um, I'm still, like, they haven't lost me. I'm still going to follow it and uh, keep an eye on it and decide if I want to throw some money down or wait for a used copy or what. But, um, yeah, I'm still I'm still there. Krabby's, okay. Krabby's following it like a red shell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then we can wrap up with Star Wars Battlefront. Bill, I'm going to probably guess, Bill, this is your thing, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I wasn't super crazy into the first Battlefront. I played it a bit. And I got into it a little bit late, and I really liked it, but everyone was kind of getting out of it by the time I got into it. And then Battlefront Two and all these uh, other things. So um, um, I was always, I always really wanted to. I was really hoping they'd always make another one so I could get in, like on the ground floor, um, like kind of like Civilization Five. I got in on the Civ Five game really, really late. So when Beyond Earth came out, I was like, yes, I get to play from like day one. Um, so yeah, this is one that I, I didn't play a ton of the old Battlefront games, but I'm really, really pumped about the new ones. If you guys want to play an online game with me, I could jump into this one, I think. 
Th- nice. This could be like instead of playing Siege with you guys, I- I'd totally jump on for some Battlefront once in a while. I think. Cool. Got to you. Got to get an Xbox. I I can make that happen. Nice. I was pretty shocked at how good this game looks. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Yeah. And I and mean, some of the wow. footage I didn't think looked great. And then when they showed the demo during this show and like all the particle, like we we're talking about this with Floyd on uh, the Skype, like all the particle effects and all the explosions and stuff is like, it doesn't just look like craziness for the sake of being crazy. It just looks real. Do you think that's PC? Um, I th- could have sworn they said they were playing on a PS4. Okay. All I, right. I, I could have sworn they said that this is live uh, gameplay from a PS4. So, um, but yeah, it did. It looked PC good. It did. Looked really good. So, um, awesome. So, anything else to say about EA besides. Yeah, make a better show. We just did yeah. a better show than you did. <laughs> do, you, do you know one thing they could do to make their show better? Make better games. Uh, uh, no, yeah, yeah, I do. I know exactly what they could do. What's that? Aisha Tyler. That's exactly yeah. where I was yeah. going with this. Just like whatever UB is paying her, double, double it. it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Because I paid a whole lot more attention to Ubisoft, and they had yep. a much better press. Besides her being awesome, like she's just she she's the only person all week that ad libbed in one of these shows. Everyone, thanks a lot, Carrie. I'm really <laughs> glad to be here. Like she was the only one who just felt like she was ta- like just like out there talking to a bunch of people. She's yeah. so like it was off the cuff and a awesome. lot smoother. There were some I can't remember the exact points, but there was a couple different press conferences where they invited someone out on the stage to invite someone else on the stage to announce a game. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> Joining us on the stage, yeah. I'm gonna Vice inter- President of Sales. I, I'm now going to introduce someone who needs no introduction. Well, you messed up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or I don't remember, gosh, what was that one? Oh, that was going back to the Bethesda one. There's a part where he's talking about their new card game or whatever, and he was saying... If you don't like, he was trying not to push it, but he was like, if you don't like this and you don't like that, well, you'll love our thing. And it was like, what? Yeah, that's <laughs> what? Who was who that guy? Like, uh, someone, it was an EA who, like, brought, like, that dude out who, like, gave him, like, a fake insult. And he was like, oh, hey. And then, like, when they were done, they, like. Oh, they're sport. They, they like, bro dapped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, just Aisha Tyler all over your show. Yeah, please just. Get less rich white people on your stage. Yeah, be great. I, I need these shows less waspy. <laughs> yes, very much. Uh, at least Jack Trenton's gone yeah. from Sony. Fewer, um, fewer Republicans, the better. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah. So Aisha Tyler was great. I could watch her and not care about half the show, but uh, which is exactly what happened, right? <laughs> yeah, I could do. Yeah, I could. I would just watch her. I, now, I, now great. I missed. I missed the first half of the UB conference live, but I, I went back and I watched it later. So, uh, um, I was I was surprised at the South Park announcement. Totally, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah I I missed parts of this one. So, tell me about S- South Park. So, South Park, the fractured but whole <laughs> is a get new, it butthole. Get it. <laughs> The Fractured Butthole, which is genius. Um, It's a new (laughs) South Park game. And at first, it kind of looks like, oh, here's a Stick of Truth sequel, Um, which it kind of is. But then it comes out that uh, I forget who's developing it, but it's not Obsidian, the guys who did uh, Stick of Truth. And the, the, the quote from them, like right after the game came out is, we're excited that someone that, you know, a, a sequel to Stick of Truth is happening, even if we're not making it. 
Um, so I don't know where the rift happened between them and, you know, UB or South Park guys, but, um, I don't, we really don't know a whole lot about it. Matt and Trey, you know, weren't there to, you know, like they were for Stick of Truth, but, uh, new South Park game. And if you like Stick of Truth, it was so you know, I guess you good. should be excited. It was amazing. Yeah. So this, this is exciting, I think. All right. So thumbs up for South Park. Yep. Thumbs up, butthole. <laughs> uh, the fractured butthole. <laughs> uh, up next was For Honor. You said you missed this part, right? I missed this one completely, so you guys have to fill me in. So it's it's a game where you can play as um, like a medieval knight, a Viking, or a ancient samurai, and it, it looks like an online only multiplayer game, like team combat, but it's all melee combat. It's not like a first person shooter. You're all like hand to hand with someone else. Yeah, I was like, so like Bushido Blade, kind of, but you'll be like a whole group. So like you'll be like a whole bunch of knights storming a castle, and when you bust into the castle, the defending players like all samurais, and you're you're just hashing it out with your different types of attacks and weapons and stuff until one person's like surviving. So like um, Dark Souls invasions, but with lots of people. Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. I get it. Bill, you care about For Honor? Uh, I, I didn't. Um, I I know, you know, it's one of the things people complain about a lot is like, oh, too many sequels, sequelitis. So, like, I try to keep an open mind whenever I see a, uh, you know, a new IP or someone trying something new. Um, it just didn't look like something that uh, um, I was, you know, willing to jump right on. Okay. Can we move on to the crew, hopefully very quickly, and pass it? Yeah, I'm kind of surprised <laughs> that this is a series that gets a sequel. Oh, yeah. So, so new expansion for the crew. Right. Who cares? Yeah, more. I guess if you like the crew, it's a large expansion. <laughs> there you go. Coming Wild out right run. when everything else that's better comes out. <laughs> yeah, you could play Fallout or The Crew. Yeah. Wild if you, run. Okay. Could you imagine someone buying, picking up Fallout, their Pip Boy edition of Fallout, and someone like, hey. Are you sure you want to get this? Because if you wait just seven days, <laughs> <laughs> there'll be. There's obviously people that don't like. Uh, so maybe they'll like this. I don't. know. Maybe if you like the crew, go if for you a like, wild yeah. run. Um, up next, Trials Fusion Awesome Level Max. So it's uh, some DLC for Trials Fusion. I, ho- I hope uh, this Krabby. hits a disc. This looks so good. Yeah, <laughs> Trials. It, tri- I love Trials. I was a little upset when Trials Fusion came out that it was like forty freaking dollars, but uh, I love Trials. There's only thirty up here, new. Oh, really? I thought it was 40. Um, so, uh, you excited, Krabby? Like I said, if it comes on a disc, like I will, I will pay whatever they want to like ride a freaking blazing unicorn as like, a cat. <laughs> like, it looks so good. But I won't buy it if it's just DLC. That series of games gets me because you look at it and you're like, eh, but once you play it, you're like, this is so much yeah. fun. I, it's, uh, oh, so we had a TV set up in our bedroom and I would, I would play it in bed like before we were going to sleep at night and my wife one night she's like you have to stop playing the game you're driving me nuts and I'm like I, I'm silent like I, I'm purposely like really really quiet so I don't wake you up or bug you she's like every time your bike leaves the ground the entire room tenses up and I, she's like you, I just can't sleep it's so frustrating that's great. I, I was gonna. I was gonna say. Uh, recently, Slacker um, had a fantastic uh, co-op. Uh, sorry, a couch co-op article 
on the front page of RF Gen. And one of the responses that I had to it was like, I, you know, one of the games that is my favorite couch co-op uh, uh, game is Trials. And the first time I played it was on the show floor at uh, PAX East with uh, my wife and two friends. And four players simultaneous Trials is so simple and so anyone could pick it up and play and is so like at the end of every race everybody's like okay again 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 like, i didn't even it, realize it was I, multiplayer until like a week ago yeah oh man you could well because you're you're always racing everybody's ghost yeah. right so and that's really cool and then like you're texting your friend like hey maybe if you try a little harder next time <laughs> <laughs> I, I went so 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 I great F- fusion was the first one i played and i put in just the old trials hd um, into my 360 and a whole bunch of your ghosts were popping up on my file. So there was a few, few oh. of your records I had to beat and a few I haven't beaten yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great to yeah. hear. Oh, so good. Yeah. Trials. It's great that it's DLC uh, or sorry. It's great that they announced new stuff. Totally. I, and when I first saw the trials logo, I'm like, Oh, a whole new trials game, but DLC is fine. Um, we'll move on then to Anno 2205. Mm-hmm. I assume both of you guys are familiar with the Anno series on the PC. Never heard of it. <laughs> Tw- 2204. Really? Never, never heard of it. Okay, so Anno is a very popular, uh, uh, it's, a, it's a city, uh, you know, builder. It's, you know, like everyone knows SimCity. No one knows any of the new ones. You guys are here at Tropico? Yeah, I know Tropico. Okay, yeah, so Tropico is another city builder, but it's like more like kind of quirky and, and comedy. This, this one takes itself very seriously. Um, it's really, really beautiful. It's very futuristic. Um, and it's not dystopian like a lot of city uh, builders are. Um, it's very utopian. Um, and you can go from, uh, you know, kind of building a city to, you know, like uh, expanding out into space. So it, it's almost like civilization uh, without combat because you're just building up your empire and you're not like worried about like, you know, negotiating stuff with uh you know, it's. I guess if you're not familiar with, uh, you know, that type of game, you would never heard of this. But Anno's very popular series on the PC. I was really surprised that they had it in this show because it's a very niche uh, type game. Um, but if you've ever had any kind of passing interest in uh, city builders, um, it's absolutely beautiful. So uh, maybe give it a look in November. All right, Just Dance 2016. Anybody? Didn't know this was still a thing. My kids love yeah, just dance. Yeah, super popular with yeah anyone under like twenty. It seems like. Yeah, yeah, very this popular. Is a, it's a very popular game with nineteen-year-olds. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, kids really? love it. Really, seriously. Really, you, uh, put it on for your, you know your kids when they get a little older. They love it. What, like, what, is it different than uh, Dance Central? Yes, it's much better than Dance. Very much better much than so. Dance Central. Yeah, how is much it much better? better? Um, think, think the think videos the are hero over Rock Band. No, no, no. Uh, I don't think you got to like the stand on over here. Uh, go find an old one cheap. You'll find. It's fun. And okay. the way the video is done is cute. And uh, it's just well done. Um, moving on. Trackmania Turbo. Looks so fun. I have never seen footage of a Trackmania game, even though I've heard of them. I, this is the first time I've seen footage of a Trackmania game. And I think I texted you guys this night. It was like... I've never seen Trackmania before. This looks awesome. I, the same way. I didn't, I didn't even heard of it before. I didn't know it was a series. So why Trackmania? Why is this exciting? Tell everybody. Okay, so if you haven't seen the video, go watch it, and then you'll know what we're talking about. The <laughs> Trackmania Turbo, it's it's like... Uh, it's, it's a crazy mix of... Uh, uh, 
it's almost like extreme G type, like crazy, like, you know, geometry and physics and like upside down and loops and stuff, but kind of set in like just this, uh, uh, you know, kind of big cartoon, like not cartoony, but like, not like, like hyper realistic. It felt like a Hot Wheels uh, track, almost like some kid built. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's a way better way of saying it. So it, it felt like a kid just putting a whole bunch of tracks together. Like, Oh, I want to go up a wall or I want to go a loop de loop or I want to go over here. But you're, the, then you get to race this track on like these insanely fast, like uh, kind of like F1 style cars. It looked like so much fun. It does look like a lot of fun. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. Um, but that's pretty cool. It's coming out soon, right? This I, fall. I, I don't know if they said pricing or anything, but it looks like a downloadable type it game. Does. I can't imagine it being a $60 <laughs> game. Yeah, well, who knows? This is the same people that gave you uh, Assassin's Creed Unity. Speaking of... Well, they, they they didn't give that to me. They, they, they like... Would you have taken it? They, like, put that <laughs> down upon us. Uh, they put it on somebody. Um, Assassin's Creed... Like, we knew another Assassin's Creed game was coming, so... I'm a little sour on the series right now. Just you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I, me, everybody. I really liked and you. the first one. The second one was okay. And I've just been waiting and waiting for a setting that grabs me that I want to jump back in. Once they move out of Europe, I'll probably give the next one a try kind of thing. Four is good. I don't want pirates. <laughs> I, I, I know you don't like pirates and, and I feel your, your personal preference. Um, four to me is absolutely the best one. That's what I hear from um, everybody in the store. That's almost yeah. universal. Then just what? do it. One I thought was cool. I'm with you. One I thought was cool. Two to me is the most, because like, I didn't think one was as good as you did. Two to me is the most improved sequel over an original game that I've ever played. Um, uh, Brotherhood was really good. It's a big statement. Revelations, I was, what's It's a big statement. It, it is. And Street Fighter is the only other one that comes to mind. Wow. So no, that, that's not even a fair comparison. <laughs> Street, oh, Fighter yeah, Street Fighter 1 to Street Fighter 2 isn't even like the same genre, the ballpark <laughs> rather. But uh, but no, I love 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 Assassin's Creed too. Um, Brotherhood was uh, was good. Revelations is when I started to sour on it a little bit, and then when they announced three, I was like, okay, I'm out. And then I got into four. It was the only launch title I cared about, and it's the best Assassin's Creed game. Um, and uh, if we can move on, then we'll get to the last thing Ubi showed, which was kind of surprising to me. Um, a new Ghost Recon game. Yeah, it's weird, but it looked cool. It did. I, at least I thought it looked cool. It did. It's just, and um, it's not what I, it's, I want Siege. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't get me wrong. I like Rainbow Six better than Ghost Recon, but uh, right. it still looked like a pretty interesting game. Is, yeah. um, I don't know if so it's, you know. Is it direct uh, sequel to Future Soldier 2? I don't know if they said that. Okay. No, I'm, uh, they just, I, I don't know. I haven't played a ton of the Tom Clancy stuff. Is there too many Tom Clancy games, or are they different enough that people don't mind? They're different. They are different, and I it's it's extremely easy for someone not familiar with the differences between the games to get really confused. Yeah, so I saw, yeah, um, three of them like in one press conference, and I was yeah, very dude. like, "What, really?" Yeah, like the freak, uh, the Division, Siege, uh, Wildlands. Uh, it's it really. I, I was thinking the same thing. I was like. Weren't like two of these the same game at one point? Did they just like split them up or something? But uh, they they are different enough. I think they have a real confusion problem though. Yeah, to a certain point, the Tom Clancy branding. So, I don't. So know they should have called it, it Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon. You 
to clear up all the confusion, right? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, would, that certainly would work but great for they'd, Ubisoft. But then they'd have even more confusion from people who are like, the Wii U is still a thing? Uh, the, and we'd be asking <laughs> when I get my Tom Clancy Amiibo. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So any other news to talk about with Ubisoft? Anything else you guys want to throw in there? Nope. Let's move along. Let's move. Oh, let's let, move let, on. Let me let me tell you my wish that was not fulfilled. Oh, I was oh, hoping. All right, all right. I was hoping for yeah. a Blood Dragon esque uh, Far Cry Four DLC. I can I can see that, but I don't. I wonder if they're probably even done with uh, main DLC for Far Cry Four yet. I, right. I, sorry. Go on. No, go ahead. I was just I was just saying. Right. I, I don't know if they are. My my Fallout friend that was playing Shelter all day was very disappointed he's still holding out on the hope that there's going to be a beyond good and evil too so that, he was he was really bummed they didn't no. mention anything there <laughs> <laughs> no that's that's now that the last guardian's been announced that's the new vaporware yeah yeah speaking of the last guardian you're welcome <laughs> so sony kicks off their press conference with like hey hey ta-da see we told you still here that was, last that guardian. was a good start I, really I wonder insane. if anyone remember the people who were like all upset about the backward compatibility, even though it's a cool thing. Um, I wonder if there's any people who were like, "Thanks a lot, Sony. You originally announced <laughs> this for the PlayStation Three, <laughs> so I kept it. Now I have to get a PlayStation Four. <laughs> I'm gonna guess that it just hate work negative that people. Way. <laughs> it gets it gets a little old sometimes. So negative. It? You got what you want. Be happy. So um, looks really good. So yeah, looks really good. Big dog yeah. mouse thing. It's got, it's <laughs> got some mouse. feathers on there. Some bird it's, a griff- there. it's a griffin, right? It's part griffin, part ferret. I really don't know what it is. It's ugly. Oh, uh, it's cute. It's it's ugly. I it's like, like it. that ratty kind of cute. Yeah, you find you found the dog in the gutter, and he's he's kind of cute. Yeah, I like how he's feathery. I think in the original, the first videos they showed, he wasn't feathery, and they added feathers. I can't remember. That's probably the, play, the power of the PlayStation 4. <laughs> yes. Good, that's good, the, that's the George feathers. Lucas. Uh, yeah, George Lucas got in there and was like, we can do it now. We have the tech. <laughs> Give it eyelids. Uh, so um, eh, they sort of showed, I guess, uh, gameplay-ish. Yep. yep. Was they showed a small piece of gameplay, which was a good thing to show. Um, they say coming in 2016, so you got to think it's going to be mid to late 2016. And uh, it's going to be PS4, so it's you know, it's cool that it's a thing. It's taken a long time. I'm sure we'll hear more about it. Um, and yeah, it was cool that they showed some gameplay. I think it was smart to get it out of the way right away too, and, and not linger it on the whole press right. conference. So, any interest, fellas? I will buy it in in Last Guardian. Yeah, when I get a PS4, which might not be for a while, I will get it. Um, I or I will borrow someone's PS4 to play it. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. All right. Two out of three collector cast hosts aren't too bad. Did you play Ico, Chris, or Ico? Uh, I, th- I like f- a couple minutes. Okay. I-, I watched friend play some of that stuff, and I'm like, eh, I don't think this is for me. Yeah, I, it's I, like I understand it, too. It, I, I it's get not that it's my not kind of game. Everybody. I like action. I like action. So You don't like story? Uh, you know, I have to... Pl- I want to play a game. Um... <laughs> Speaking of uh, surprise announcements, we get then to Horizon Zero Dawn, which is um, robot dinosaur hunter. It's like Turok, except except you're a lady. Not Turok. It looks very Turoky. <laughs> Turok yeah, with um, boobs. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm. 
I'm personally not interested. I thought it looked like a cool action game, though. I'm in. I thought it looked really cool. I really want to see more. Okay. All right. Uh, I don't really understand a world in which the humans are from the past and the robot dinosaurs are from the future, but hey, maybe they'll explain video it. Video games. You don't need to explain it. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a Kojima uh, project. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a really big wait and see on that one. Really big wait and see. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see enough to understand what it's it really. Nothing. Was. I'm gonna run out and pre-order, but I, it's definitely on my radar right away. I'm gonna keep a close eye on it and see how it moves along. Yeah, because really, there's no gameplay or anything. Uh, so, um, uh, they're making another Hitman. Woo. Yep. Uh, okay, and moving on. Uh, <laughs> street. Street. Stop me if you want to. Uh, Street Fighter V. They showed off two returning characters for Street Fighter V. Birdie and Cammy. They'd both kind of leaked a week or two ahead of time, but it looks good. They the did. game's looking solid. Looks beautiful. Yeah. Um, one of the few PlayStation 4 games that excites me a lot. Um, uh, I know I'm not as familiar with the series once it went to Part 4. Um, it just looks like Street Fighter 4 to me. It's much prettier than Street Fighter 4. Um, and they've, of course, uh, new systems. There's new systems to it. So Right. No, I'm, I'm sure it's a complete, you know, I mean, it's a sequel. Um, it's, it's a whole other game. But it, as someone not familiar with 4, I don't look at it and see, oh, wow, this is all. It just looks like 4 to me, you know? I, I like, just totally like Mortal Kombat that. 10 looks like 9 to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, the basics are still there. I really wish they would have switched the art style. I think 4 is the ugliest Street Fighter in history. You don't like that uh, brush stroke look? No, it's not you the brush it? stroke. It's the yeah. weird mix of the 3D and the brush stroke. <laughs> right. Oh, it doesn't okay. mesh well for me. Okay. So, so you heard it here first. Uh, Crabmaster says Street Fighter EX3 is better looking <laughs> than Street Fighter 4. Plus Alpha. Plus I, I am okay with that statement. <laughs> I, I fully endorse the that. movie. Oh, totally. <laughs> John Clyde all day. Uh, right, there's probably not a whole lot else to say about Street Fighter Five. No, um, it's Street Fighter. Yeah. Yep. It's cool. Uh, no Man's Sky looks interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's it looks cool. It's been a hot uh, hot item ever since they uh, they showed it. Like what was it, a year two years ago maybe. Um, someone finally from their development team sat down and showed what the game is like to play. And I read a whole article about what it's like to sit down and play the game. And I'm still not entirely sure what it's like <laughs> to sit down and play the game. I um, don't get it. There's an article on Polygon. It's called like what actually happens in no man's sky. So you can read, <laughs> about, you can read about what the game is actually like. I read the whole article and I, I couldn't explain it to you. I, I trust the bill version. How, how about that? I, I think you, I think the wiser words have never been spoken. <laughs> Crab, you care at all about this one? Um, I, I don't know. if you put a knights into right in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks interesting. I don't I don't know if it's something I'm gonna buy right away. I could see myself losing myself in it for like an afternoon, like a like a rental kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see myself putting weeks or months Rental. into it. Was this 1938? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you, you don't think you could pop it, pop this in, and play it for days at a time? You would just give it an afternoon and be done with it. I think so. I think I'd explore. What, what, what I'd find there, a couple cool things, and uh, then I'd move on to something else. 
what if there's leveling up in it and you got really close to the next level? Would you have to get to the level before you stopped? No. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, it's not going to get its hooks into you. <laughs> what if you're the one man that discovers the planet that actually has, like, the aliens from Alien? Well, then it would be all the more frustrating for everyone else. <laughs> and I could take great pride in that. There you go. Uh, let's move on, shall we? I, I'll be really honest. I don't get what the hubbub is on that <laughs> one. But anyway, again, I like gameplay. Um, Dreams, which to me really wasn't a game. Oh. Uh, it was a guy sculpting something with a move controller. And they showed this eight years ago, right? It uh, feels like I've seen the same crap over and over. Um you, I, I think Media Molecule has a lot of money and, and not much to do with it. Do you ever see the uh, on the Dreamcast? I don't think it came out in North America, just in the in Japan. I think the uh, the sculpting studio. Nope. No. Huh. Just like Google it when you have a chance. It looks like the same thing, but just nicer and newer. So Dreams. Uh, I didn't. I'll be quite honest. I thought that was just a tech demo. I didn't realize that was actually a thing. That they were showing. Media Molecule always does weird, artsy things. Yeah, this is less gamey than their last couple, though. Yeah. I didn't even understand what the game was. Uh, yeah, I don't know what they're doing. It's or, like, oh, look, and then there's a guy. There's a, you can make it move. Yeah, I don't, I don't okay. know. Teddy bear fighting zombies. Polar bear <laughs> playing the piano. Yeah, okay. And where's the game? Right. Okie dokie. Firewatch. Nope. No, just nope. No, I'm, I'm taking Bill's side on this one. All right, yep, let's move on. Destiny, please tell me we can keep moving. Go. Uh, uh, so we already talked about that. World of Final <laughs> Chibi Robo meets now, Final Chibi Fantasy. As, as a parent of a uh, thir- uh, 14-month-old and a negative 3-month-old, um, I'm starting to kind of open myself up to the possibility of, you know having to introduce them to games at some point. So this is a thing that while it doesn't interest me personally, it's kind of a thing that's on my radar because, you know, just of the way that, uh, you know, the kids are going to get introduced to games eventually. But uh, it did seem like kind of a, a weird unexpected thing. Well, let me help you out, Bill. I mean, my five-year-old daughter enjoys sitting down and watching street fighter tournaments with me. There so you go. nice. You, you don't, you don't have to, play these games <laughs> but what uh, i thought good? it looked look cute and fun and worth trying if i can score one for like 15 20 bucks i didn't see any gameplay so i have no idea what it really is so uh but the good news bill is that's the one thing you can actually play on your vita that they announced with their whole show. <laughs> you mean my, my final fantasy 10 machine <laughs> yeah that was the one vita game yeah my final fantasy 10 machine is actually uh i like i know people know this about me if you know me I love Final Fantasy X. It's my personal favorite. And whenever I go on any kind of trip, I just continue to level up in the Omega Ruins on my Vita. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. And, that, and, and that Rogue I Legacy. That. I also play Rogue Legacy on my Final Fantasy X machine. Okay. And then the thing that everybody pooped their pants about yeah. finally happened, right? I, this actually, it's, I, I don't know why people are kind of losing their minds so bad. Like, I know it's been something that everyone's kind of like waited for for forever. Um, but like, yeah, it's it's cool. I think it's because it. not only did they waited for forever, it actually didn't leak like everything else two weeks early. Like it, it was yeah. a legitimate surprise. Yeah, there is that. Yeah, I didn't hear a thing about it until it happened. That's I was definitely so true. Watching it in a room with like eight people, and every single person was like, "No, 
no. Does it say Shinra? Like, there's the flower. Like, there it was. Yep. Everyone was really pumped about it, whether it they is, were going to yeah. buy it or not. Yeah. As so we're talking like, about meow, the Final meow, Fantasy meow, VII remake, meow. right? It was like, oh, here, I I recognize Midgar before anyone in the world because <laughs> I didn't get texts for like minutes, and people were like, wait. Is like I have my friend told me, but it's like halfway through the video, they were like, "Wait, is that Midgar?" And I'm like, "Hey, come on, what are you doing over here?" Um, <laughs> I, I got to tell you, the surprise of the show for me, and maybe I'm overstating, but an enormous surprise for me was that this is not a PS4 exclusive. I'm right there with you. Once they said coming first, yeah, yeah. I was like, I went, they worded oh. that really funnily. <laughs> I was like. And it's Ouch. Like, and, and the thing is, when they said, like, we have a long-standing relationship, like, in you know, Final Fantasy and Square with PlayStation, it came to us. For, and you're like, everyone's thinking it, right? And yeah. That, and that's the reason why I, why I kind of thought it was Final Fantasy VII before you knew it was, because it's like, well, what the hell is going to be? Right. So, but then when he's like, it's coming to PlayStation 4 first, and then I'm thinking, okay, it's got to be, like, PlayStation 4 and PC, right? And they haven't specified, so we don't know yet, but I was... Very surprised it's not exclusive. Yeah, I'm thinking next year it's going to be like Tomb Raider. Like they're going to have it for six months to a year before the yeah, other guys. It, exactly. It'll be a timed exclusive. Yep, I agree. Uh, yeah, you just can't turn down money, especially if you're square. Right. You can't, af- you can't afford to do that anymore. Yep. Uh, I'll be honest. I have never been a giant Final Fantasy VII fan. I played through it. Um, it's a good game. Seven's I, not I, my favorite, but it looked really good. I'm I'm very eager to see um, what the actual gameplay is like if they tweak that too much. Uh, I'm I'm surprised that they're saying next year and not a piece of gameplay. So, are you guys uh, buyers? Are you in? Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, it'll just take a like another trailer with some gameplay. If it's still like a turn-based game, I'm in. Like I'm I'm buying it regardless. If the gameplay looks amazing, then it's a pre-order. If the gameplay looks okay, I'll grab it when it comes out. Okay, right. I'm I'm more wait and see, but uh, I want to see the Sephiroth trailer. Come on, right? Sephiroth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Geneva, maybe she'll actually do something this time. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> All I can say is, can they please maybe make the story tighten it up a little bit? Can they tighten that story up a little bit? I no. imagine they're going to make a lot of changes to the dialogue and the and the overall yeah, plot. I, I, yeah, I think there's going to be some the, some relooking at the localization. Yeah, can uh, Barrett not be like this ridiculous stereotype <laughs> the you whole know? time? <laughs> yeah, firing like, his you, gun in the air like with children around. <laughs> yeah, do you have to make him talk jive? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Um. Anyway, though, that's I'm I'm all I could say was Do you, think you know make um, cloud talk. No, I don't know. I well, he did in uh, re, uh whatever the video, the movie, right? So, and the Kingdom Hearts, course. yeah, of course they will. Under they'll get the Kingdom Hearts voice guy. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Advent Children. That was it. I you know I'm really happy for everybody that's excited about this. I know what it's like to be excited for games. Um, I'm not. I don't. You know, it doesn't strike me. But I, I said at the time, I was like, you know, if I, if it was a Final Fantasy VI update, I would be just as fanboyish. So um, I completely get that. Hey, if this does good, maybe we'll see a six and a nine, and who knows? <laughs> I'd be really surprised if we see any other remakes in this entire yeah. series. Yeah. Um, up 
I have no idea what the heck Devolver Games is. Then skip it. There's a whole okay. bunch of like 8-bit like indie games coming out. So, oh, some of okay. which looked interesting, some of which looked horrible. Oh, I remember this, because I remember the one that looked cool was that Mother Russia Bleeds. Looked that cool, was like the a, like, beat em like up a beat one, em right? up. Yeah. yeah, it was like Streets of Rage. Mm. Uh, okay, cool, cool. And uh, this was the weirdest part out of the of freaking nowhere, show. right? It's been, weirdest yeah. part. This kind of bothers me. Really? What? Why would it bother it, it just, it just, It just bothers me a little bit. I was pumped Strange. about this. I don't even Strange. like Shenmue, and I was so excited. Right. No one likes Shenmue, so no one should be excited about this. <laughs> oh, don't say that. You're going to get a lot of people mad. A lot Why? of people like Shenmue. Why? Shenmue is a bad game. Some people really like it. That's great. That, I'm glad a lot of people really like it. Shenmue is a bad game. I'm just... it's. How can you say it's not a bad game? So, weirdest part, right? Sony spends a lot of money. Big press conference. Everybody's watching it. Let's bring him out. Oh, it's the guy. We're going to talk about Shenmue. And it's Kickstarter. Right. It's it. We want to be clear. <laughs> this is totally their project, but we just wanted to give them a little place to say something right here. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Like, it's 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 probably because I don't like the game is probably why it, it bothered me. But like, okay, so he went to Sony or so, like however they found each other. And it's like, okay. We will not fund your game because we don't believe in it, but we will allow you to announce your Kickstarter if you make it a timed PS4 exclusive. I think like, they did fund it. There's no way he's did, making this did. game for two million bucks. They they came out afterwards and said they did put it into the pot. Yeah. How much did they put in? They did not say. Then that that's that's a big part of it too, because what if they put in I don't know, seven million? Then it's like, okay. What the hell did you need the extra two million from the crowdfund for? Here's the thing that you have to really wonder: is like the like original Shinmu or whatever, like a million years ago, was like a thirty or forty million dollar game. Yeah, it was the most and, expensive game ever made when it was made. Yeah, and you're only asking most, for two million for this one. It's the most expensive. Well, first of all, it's the most expensive bad game ever made, and it's because <laughs> everyone was trying to figure out Bill, like just remember, AutoCAD Bill at the time. is the one saying this. Yeah. <laughs> it's because everyone was trying to figure out like auto scale and like all the like the the standards of like how have it like how do you make games on this new thing? Uh, I I don't know. I, I'm probably unnecessarily like upset about it. I just I just don't like the entire situation. I am. I'm really, I'm the opposite. I'm so happy this happened. <laughs> I'm glad for the people that are fans to get closure on this series. Hopefully, yeah. Um, uh, I want no, this to on, be you, you, a thing. I want checked closure on something. Deadwood season three. It was never <laughs> renewed for season four. We don't know how the story ends. That's I. Where you get I don't need to kickstart it for you. Hey, why don't we bring David Milch out to E3? <laughs> hey, there's a television show that wanted to come out and say a few words. Deadwood was really good. We're just really going to give good. them a minute. To, okay, I know we're on a tangent, but I'm, I'm glad the people who like Shenmue get a new Shenmue. I just think the whole thing is weird. To go back to the, the funding thing, my, my assumption, I have nothing to base this on, is that Sony probably said, hey, we'll kick in X amount of dollars if you can make X amount of dollars. And the number was $2 million on the Kickstarter. So I'm, I'm assuming he said, like, if you make $2 million bucks on the Kickstarter, here's your other $7 million to to make the game kind of thing. So, it was so, the same same so, thing with Ega's recent Kickstarter. So, so Yu Suzuki is like uh, uh, Sony's uh, uh, 8-year-old kid who has an allowance and says, okay. If you can save up 20 every bucks. Every dollar you yeah. save will <laughs> add a dollar to yeah, it. I think that's exactly what happened. <laughs> Let's... Let's be honest. I mean, and for what it is, the truth of the matter is that 
the Japanese do have different business sense than we do, and they will, you know, to a certain degree, try to take care of their own. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I don't think that's a horrible thing. Uh, and again, I'm glad. I just thought it was the weirdest thing to stick in your press conference. Uh, weird and good or weird not, bad, though? I don't know. I hope this doesn't continue to be a trend. Really? I'm totally on board with this. I, I'm totally happy for more of them to come out like this. I don't mind Kickstarters. Trust me. I've backed several. Um, I don't want that in my E3 press conference. Oh, I'm, yeah, like I had no problem with that. I want the somebody to come out and go, this is on our machine and we're putting it out. That's fine. But to go, hey, this guy over here wants some money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think know. the game is going to be a success at all. I don't know. I checked through the Kickstarter listing. There was no physical copy coming out for console. There's a physical one for PC, so I'm I'm not buying either way. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, let's move on then to the game that you guys can talk about while I take a little yes. nap. Woo! Feel free. I'm to tell everybody what it is and then go into your tirade. Tirade. All right. Oh, sorry. So, that would be me. Hey, uh, <laughs> Chris is a little cranky. No. After he's always cranky every time we go 48 years without a good Superman movie. All I can remind <laughs> you is uh, we're on it. We're on a timer here. So right. So Batman, Arkham Knight. They didn't have. They didn't. You know, talk about very much. There's PS4 exclusive missions that they showed off, which is kind of cool. The game is out. What like this week? Like yeah, one more week maybe. Yeah. Or yeah. This this week coming up. Um. It's yeah. It's the. Another Batman game done by Rocksteady. Um, the reviews are just starting to hit, and they are awesome. Yeah. Did you? you lo- what did you think of the trailer, though? Uh, the the scare with like in like the diner trailer where yeah. like uh, uh yeah I thought it was really cool. Yeah. It reminded it reminded me of the of the diner in uh, Last of Us where you have to fight uh, that guy in like that Blizzard town. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, to- towards the that. end, yeah. it reminded me of that diner. But like when when it when you when it turns to him and it's Crane, it's like oh, it's cool, and the world kind of starts to pull away because the Scarecrow missions were some of the cooler missions in the original uh, uh, Batman uh, I Arkham think, Asylum. I think everybody loves the Scarecrow parts from the first two games. Yeah, definitely. definitely. So I'd... definitely cool. Um, uh, Duke's not a big uh, Batman <laughs> fan. I know we can't spend too much time on it, but Batman Arkham Knight, which I actually wasn't like too hot on. Now that the reviews are starting to hit and they're saying, no, 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 it's like the best Batman game you'll ever play. I'm super stoked for it. Oh, I am too. And the trailer, besides just the Scarecrow stuff, like the start when they showed the Joker there. Uh, yeah, a dead. Huge, huge spoiler here if you haven't finished uh, Arkham City. But yeah, yeah he, he died at the end of it. And when they had him laying there, I was sure they were just going to wreck that and just wake him up yeah. or something. <laughs> and then they just started torching me. They were cremating him at the start of this. Yeah. It was so weird. Yeah, yeah, Joker's done. Yeah, and then at the end in, of in it, this, um, in the story arc. you have that uh, that narrating voice just saying, like, this is how the Batman died. I'm I'm totally mm-hmm. in to, to see what's going on. I'm, I, I have the game pre-ordered. I've had it pre-ordered for a while now. And I've just been waiting, playing Bloodborne, waiting for it to come out so I have something else to play on my, my PS4. And this got me like so reinvigorated and excited about it again. So good. So excited. And then, to, and then on the flip side of the excitement spectrum, there's Call of Duty Black Ops 3, which is totally a Call of Duty game. <laughs> More COD blops. Yep. The thing that was interesting to me was that this is the first time I can remember where COD blops was featured at Sony and not Microsoft. Yep, and and not to be out trolled, 
because they all troll each other. Um, <laughs> they uh, Sony said that the PlayStation is the new home for Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> and someone at someone from I forget what site asked uh, Microsoft. I forget who at Microsoft, but hey, what do you think of Sony calling the PlayStation Four the new home for Call of Duty? And he's like, you know, he's like, it's we've always had a great relationship with Activision. It's still going to be on our console. And he's like, and when you think about it, if you're a fan of shooters and you want to play Call of Duty and Halo, there's one box to do it on. If you want to play Call of Duty, Halo, and Gears, there's one box to do it on. So he's like, they can say whatever they want. Like, we're okay. We're fine with shooters. Either <laughs> e- you guys play uh, any Call of Duty games? God, no. Nope. Never? I think I played the first <laughs> one on 360. I was at okay. a... Uh, gaming like just day at a at a local place a few years ago and i spent some smash bros with some like 12 year olds and just mopping the floor with them like three to one they they were like all three of them on a team so they couldn't hurt each other against me and i still beat them and so we did that a few times and they were really annoyed with me after a while so they said we get to pick the next game they put in a call of duty game and it was the total opposite they just mopped the floor Mm -hmm. with me for a while and that's the only game only time i've ever played it the campaign for Call of Duty Modern Warfare uh, 4, Modern Warfare, is still one of my favorite campaigns, but that's another story. Um, so, yeah, uh, Call of Duty, um, I know you guys are Amiibros. Do you guys care at all about Disney Infinity? Nope. Not really. Um, okay. I, I do collect a few of the figures. I've got some of the Marvel ones that I like. Like, I, I really mm. want a Hulk one and, like, Groot and, and some of the Marvel guys. I'll probably end up with a Boba Fett at some point, but, mm-hmm. Yeah. He is Groot. So, <laughs> you, were you guys surprised by the Star Wars uh, uh, tie-in? No, that's been rumored for like six, seven months. It's, yeah. Oh, on 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 the Disney Infinity on forums? the Disney Infinity <laughs> forum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it was leaked a long time ago, and oh, yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah. Ah, uh, moving on. Then probably the last thing. Well, last game. Last on. two. Yeah. Last. Yeah. We'll just say Uncharted Four. Yeah. A little bit more about that. It's in. Charted exactly. There's a whole bunch of known quantities in this show, like your Halos and your Call of Duties and your Assassin's Creed. And Uncharted is going to be another Uncharted game. It's going to be really freaking pretty. It's going to have that great Naughty Dog storytelling uh, 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 prowess that they have, and it's going to be Uncharted. <laughs> I just, yeah. I just liked that. I have a friend who's a huge Uncharted fan, and I liked being able to poke fun at him for the little technical problem they had there, and they'd like reboot the game. <laughs> that, that was that was, <laughs> was fun. Kind of funny. That was fun. But at least you know it's live. At least you know it's yeah. live. Yeah, that, that was point. cool. And, and as far as like issues that any of these press conferences had, that was pretty minor. Oh, totally. Yeah. Re- like I, I texted my friend who I knew was watching at the, at the times. Everyone's sitting there and they start laughing. I texted him, "Restart the PowerPoint, Gary." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, probably the last thing really is more information about Project Morpheus. Uh, I think we've talked about VR, so unless you guys have anything to add. No. I don't really know much about it. Anybody want to buy a Morpheus? Nope. Unless Uh, I can play every game that I buy on my PS4 with it, then no. Yeah, I really don't know much about it, but it looks like it's a VR headset, and uh, that's, uh, I don't have a PS4, so I don't really, I don't really feel interested. Meh. This was my favorite press conference the whole time, though. Like the Sony one, really, I enjoyed really? enjoyed it from start to finish. Interesting. By a lot. Like none of the other ones are even close. I thought. But like, so you liked Last Guardian. You liked Horizon. Yeah. And Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy Remake. Seven? 
both Shenmue. Final Fantasies, yeah. Shenmue. Ar- 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 Arkham, which we knew about. Yeah. And Street Fighter. Yeah. Street Fighter as oh, well. Oh, Street Fighter. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's right. Okay. And uh, the Battlefront stuff, like we'd already seen at the other shows, but it was still nice to see. Right, it right. Still looked really good. Yeah, okay. Um, I, I, I didn't think, uh, I didn't think Sony and Microsoft were that far apart. Um, and I think it has a lot to do with personal preference on like what kind of stuff you like, but I thought they were very, very, both very, very good. In terms of yeah. like, um, games. Yeah. But like as for as entertaining press conferences, there were so many surprises in the Sony one that I didn't see coming that were huge. I thought like the final fantasy thing, the Shenmue thing, the last guardian thing, I thought those were all massive. Man, I think there were some. Equal surprise on Microsoft. I mean, you know, it had backwards compatibility. You had HoloLens, Minecraft. The HoloLens I mean, thing I thought was really cool, but you had not core. Same thing, really cool, but not like uh, something we've been waiting ten years to see, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, there's you know, every. I, I think I see it like Bill does. I think it's kind of just equal preference oh, thing. I had so Very much fun I, watching like, that. It's, it's. I actually wasn't all that surprised. Like. I wasn't all that surprised by Last Guardian. Like it came up, and I was like, "Okay, it's actually a thing again. Cool." And same with like Final Fantasy. It came up, and I was like, "Okay, well, they've been talking about it for thirty years, so like, I guess this is finally the time." <laughs> so, I, I guess with the two of those things, and every, like so much else felt known to me. Like Street Fighter Five. Okay, we knew about that. Yeah. No Man's Sky. Okay, we knew about that. Um, Shenmue Three was like we didn't know about it, but it was so weird, and I don't care about the series. <laughs> Um, and then, I like weird. Yeah, I don't just, want predictable in these. Then oh, it gets right. boring. No, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying we, you know, we have just different ways of looking at it. Totally. Like, I, I didn't think Sony really like, and and but, but people, a lot more people felt the way you did. Like I had people texting me like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, I guess." <laughs> well, yeah, like we're because I had people here watching it with and was pretty dry during every other press conference except for the Sony one. Everyone was like moving around and gossiping with each other. And, really? Like, yeah. There was a oh. totally different energy level in the whole room. Huh. Yeah, well. yeah, we were kind. Of, that's interesting. We were kind of the opposite. We we were kind of like I was losing my mind in the Xbox one and the Sony one. I was like texting people. Let's move on to Nintendo. Yes, I didn't. I didn't see this one. Nintendo. But, it's a cereal. But I've heard. Wow. I've heard <laughs> that there's been extreme anger. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! We'll get there. Okay, we'll get go there. Ahead. Don't worry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Star Fox Zero. So Wii U, uh, gamepad heavy, right? Yeah, looks solid. We kind of knew it was coming. We, yeah. we and everyone because they postponed Zelda. Like I think everyone kind of expected Star Fox to be bumped into the big marquee spot for the fall kind of thing. Yeah, it looks very much a continuance of the ideas of Star Fox 64. Which is good, because um, a lot of people were upset with Adventures and Assault. and For good reason. Yeah, so it's, it's nice to see, like, going back to the roots kind of thing. Yeah, I watched uh, some of the gameplay uh, of it at one of their later things. And, uh, I mean, I think if that's what you're after, it looks very much like that. I think I'm kind of beyond that point, but uh, it looked all right. Are you excited about it? Yeah, that's a buy for me, for sure. I'm okay. a big fan of Star Fox and Star Fox 64. After okay. that, they kind of lost me, so it's nice to have something to look forward to again in that series. I see. Did you see the parts where they were showing some of the other vehicles, like the helicopter and all that? Yeah, the Landmaster, the... I forget what they called the helicopter thing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. saw Yeah, everything looks solid to me. It's Any not, concerns about the control? Uh, no, Nintendo's always good with, you know, quality when things come out. 
they like they had tech demos before with the like uh, was it Twilight Princess or Skyward Sword and they, you know they ironed all that out at launch time. Bill Star Fox? Uh, not not really super into it. Um, I was into Star Fox sixty four uh, multiplayer for a while, like just having like a couple other guys on the couch, like all like dogfighting and doing loops and you know just it's you know barrel rolls. Um, yeah, just uh, I, I don't know. Like it, it's Star Fox is a cool game, cool series. I'm just it doesn't get me excited. So it's it's probably something I'd play at someone else's house or a party or something. Yeah, I will have to say this too, just to put this in. I have to talk about um, the Muppet thing. <laughs> that was wonderful. I had so much fun with that. Yeah. So uh, Reggie. Um, uh, Shiggy and Awada uh, were all mup- dancing Muppets <laughs> at the beginning, which was, and they turned into the Star Fox characters. It was really kind of odd, but very Nintendo, right? Yeah, and just having fun with it. When when they bust into the uh, the dressing room and Reggie's counting his push-ups, Nintendo sixty-two, Nintendo <laughs> <Yeah>. sixty-three. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. And Bill, you haven't seen this. I've heard about it, and I keep reading stories like, oh, okay. they, they were actual Muppets, and I've Just seen, like, screenshots the and stuff. Just like but... three or four minutes of it, and you'll you'll get the, the good Muppet jokes. Well, you know, it's great. Like, I would if, like, is it on YouTube? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, it's on then, YouTube. I, then I'll watch it, yeah, because it's, uh, I don't have, like, a Wii U, so I can't, like, go on to their online infrastructure and just pull videos up. If you just yeah, ever go to Nintendo.com, they have all the directs right on their website, too. Okay, cool. Uh, moving forward, then Skylander Superchargers now with uh, <laughs> amiibo-ish characters that are one and the other, right? Absolutely. <laughs> two, two reasons to buy them. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. now you have one that can be a Skylander, and then you flip the base, and it's an amiibo. So I, I need to buy two of each of these because my son's going to want to play these in Skylanders and I need them for the Amiibo collection. Oh my goodness uh, gracious. I, 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 re- I really, I really, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> and, right. and it gets gonna, better, gonna, Bill. It gets better than that. Lose, I'm going to lose my crap if for the next seven years, everyone I know is buying 35 Amiibos a year. Not only do you buy the Amiibos, but because the Superchargers, the new gimmick for the next Skylanders game is they all have vehicles. There's vehicles I can buy for my Amiibos. And silence. <laughs> um, all I've got to say is, there, I, you know, the Amiibo idea I like because a couple of the figures. I'm like, yeah, I want a couple of these. Uh, I'm really afraid this is going to get way out of hand. It, no, it's already <laughs> out of hand. Do you know way how ma- out of hand. Do you know how many Amiibos I have genuine interest in? One. One. Uh, Rob. One. And, do you, and do you know how many I'm probably going to buy? Zero. <laughs> the Rob is the only interesting one so far. I see, Bill. I want my Palatina, so somebody help me get a Palatina. Who's pal- Pile of Tina? She's it's the from goddess Kitty from Kitty Chris. Oh, okay. I don't know the names. That's all right. Um, Triforce Heroes on 3DS. It's basically like uh, Four Swords. Four Swords, yeah. Right? Three Swords. So, yeah, it's like, so it's like the Final Fantasy VII remake that Zelda fans have been waiting for. No. Oh no, that, that's that's two more down the list. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh but this looks cute. I mean it's uh it's a it's a four swords ish game. Yeah. Right? I when Four Swords came out, me and my friends spent probably eight hundred bucks getting all the equipment we needed to play it <laughs> on our Game Boy Advances, had the best afternoon ever, and never played it again. 
Yeah, at least this is a little cheaper. I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> you have three it, 3DSs and hopefully it has download play too, and then you only need the one copy of the game, right? Oh, they're not going to do that. They've been doing <laughs> it with a lot of other titles. Like you can do it with Mario Kart, you can do it with Mario Party. Uh we'll see. We'll see. We'll Maybe see. Maybe it'll do a Zelda. Um, anything else to say though about Triforce Heroes? Now let's move along. How much is it? I will take silences and no. Uh, I'm going to guess it's probably 40, like most other 3DS yeah, games. like most 3DS games. But, Bill, you like, you're a Zelda guy, right? You going to get this one? Um, I'm a Zelda guy. This doesn't... It, I, 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 to be fair, I never really played Four Swords because I never had three other friends. <laughs> you, <know that. laughs> so, you got two friends now, Bill. You could play yeah, three I've swords. Yeah, I've, I've got you. I could play three swords. Bill's three yeah, sword it, adventure. It feels like a spinoff, this not one a is. main series game. Yeah, it's it's very much, very much. Speaking of spinoffs, Hyrule Warriors is coming to the 3DS. Ugh. <laughs> um, so, Krabby, you gonna pick up uh, Hyrule Warrior Legends for the 3DS? Probably not. I, I got the Wii U version, which I enjoyed, and I like the the two player co op on the screen. It was good. I don't see any reason I need to pick it up because I I don't don't have a big attachment to Wind Waker, and that's that's like the new stuff they're adding to it. It's like the Wind Waker characters. Okay, all right. Um, up next is definitely the one that got the most most response. Let's just oh, call yeah. that uh, the most response. Metroid Prime Federation Force for 3DS, which looks like. Um, like what was that one DS launch? Like Metroid Prime Hunters, right? Yeah. Oh, it doesn't even look that good. Are you serious? Me- Metroid Prime Pinball. I was trying to be nice. Yeah. Um, it's the Metroid one, game everyone's been clamoring for for years. Yeah. This one doesn't have Samus in it at all, <laughs> and is obviously so have stirred up so much anger that now there is an internet petition. To get it canceled. Yeah, but internet petitions, <laughs> it, it, it takes like a, a tablespoon of anger to get an internet petition started. But I mean, this one has actually gotten some press traction. I mean, not a lot, but enough to no. know that it's out because there. It, it's gotten, uh, there's 80,000 blogs on the internet. So that's, if there weren't that many, it wouldn't get coverage at all. But, uh, but yeah, people are super mad that this is even a thing. Yeah, because everybody was thinking, at least I thought going into this too that like oh we're primed for a new metroid game right yep yep yeah we're going to get a new metroid game and then you yes we're gonna oh my god (laughs) (laughs) the the Uh, nintendo conference happened this the second day so i didn't have everyone watching with me i just had one friend who was helping me out at the store we were running it before we opened uh and he was just kind of coming in and out he's not a big nintendo guy and he walked by, like, after they said the Metroid thinks he likes Metroid. And he's like, are they playing effing soccer? And he was <laughs> so annoyed. <laughs> I think it's fair to say no one's buying this game. No, no, no. I, oof. I Why? I guess it's, why? Why did they make this? I don't know who would have thought this is a good idea. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the reason this coming up in the Square Enix uh, uh, conference. Just cause. All I can, yeah, all I can say is that this really hits me like it was a different game, and they slap Metroid brand on it. 
It definitely was. Yeah. Because no one said, it. hey, I got an idea for a Metroid game. Yeah, this was something else, and they just slapped it. Like, hope, please, maybe this will salvage this game. And they were, boy, they were wrong. The next one's all you, Crabbo. Next two, because someone didn't add another one to this list. Oh, but, all right. I'll, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, because it was the, oh, I forgot about it. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh. So, all right, go yeah, for it. They, they, a little while ago on Nintendo Direct, they announced the new 3DS Fire Emblem. So they, they officially gave it a name and showed off a, like a bigger trailer for it. It uh, looks awesome. Um, they, they've commented too, there's going to be like a um, couple different ways to play through. You can like pick which faction you're warring with in the game and then that'll change some of the story stuff. Um, so it sounds really cool. Um, it's Fire Emblem, so I'll buy it. The other game they also showed a much bigger trailer for was the Fire Emblem Crush Shimigami Tensei game. Mm-hmm. Oh, it looks so good. So <laughs> I knew that's right up your alley. Yeah, both of these I, I have to buy. Um, I just, yeah, I'm in. There you go. Um, I don't really have much to talk about with that series. Uh, not quite my thing, but I knew that would be completely up your alley. And I knew yeah. once I started playing, I'm like, crap, he's probably... You know. <laughs> the trailer is so crazy. It's so much fun. There's it, just... did look good. it looks very pretty. It's yeah. very pretty. Yeah. Very I played well a done. few minutes of a Fire Emblem, the first Fire Emblem game, and I I couldn't really get into it. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe if it was a long time ago, I could play these, but I yeah, these days I need a little more action. I think for the I, most I part, like, these are kind of like I I feel build, build talks up but XCOM a lot. Yep, this is like my XCOM. It's, okay. it's very you get attached to these characters so when they die like it hurts you you don't want it to mm. happen you're invested in them and you have that same strategy planning out where they're going and how they move and that's fair yeah that's fair uh as you mentioned earlier xenoblade chronicles x is yeah. coming yeah we got that's, a release date for it now that's my uh top prospect on the oh, system okay. is that gonna get you to pick one up you think um if it doesn't it'll get me to borrow one all right Wow, that's pretty big, right? Because yeah. I don't think you were going to pick up the 3DS game, were you? Uh, no, I haven't yet. I want to, but I, I feel obligated to play Majora first because oh, I have okay. the Majora system and I don't have the game yet. Um, <laughs> but, but but yeah, I, and the thing with 3DS is I rarely play it at home. I always play it on trips. So um, on whenever my next trip is, I'll grab one of those two games and you know probably play it. Uh, but uh, But yeah, Xenoblade... I was a, I've really, really, really loved Xenoblade Chronicles and I sold my copy because it was at the top of the market and, uh, I, I, I would love to try to get back into it, but it's like a 500 hour game. So I think maybe what I might just do is just go straight to X. Okay. All right. Um, anybody for Animal Crossing, Crossing Happy Home Designer? My no. wife, maybe? <laughs> really? Okay. She loves Animal Crossing. All right. I'm not for the, the home designer, but. I am for those two amiibos. Her, <laughs> of course. Okay, okay. Calm down here. So my what was the last one? Why New Leaf? New yeah, Leaf. That's right. Right. That was that was. She played that on her on her three. She loved it. She played you know the Wii ones before that. Um, her. I don't know if I told you guys, but my her sister, my sister in law, is a interior design major uh, oh. at school. So this this could be something that they could maybe share. Uh, you know, uh, between the two of them, I, th- I think her sister's got a 3ds, but uh, this might be uh, a stocking stuffer for the wife. 
You know, maybe one of these days we need to do a women in gaming thing and invite ladies on and talk about sure. uh, some of that. Some of that. Cool. Say, audience, these are ladies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're if you're nice, you might meet one one day. <laughs> we may uh, need a whole primer episode to explain who they are first. <laughs> Right after the Fallout Three, hey, I, I will say this though. I will say this. I, I kind of, uh, it kind of bothers me a little bit because I'm of the age where there was never any part of playing games that was ever cool to a woman. That's nope. of my age ever. <laughs> uh, but when I look at younger people these days, like tons of of their you know spouses right. or girlfriends play games. I'm like, I was born in the wrong age. I think. Yep. I, I told you what my wife, uh, I just, uh, I was in here playing Homeworld for a little while. And, uh, but right before we started recording, I went out to the, the family room. My wife is playing a video game for the first time in years. It's the only, it's one of the only 360 games she would ever play by herself. And now it's on the 360 compatibility list. Oh. She's playing Zuma. Okay. All right. And I, and I said, we've had backwards compatibility for like eight minutes and somehow you were drawn to Zuma. <laughs> and she's like, I've Zuma. only been playing for like a few minutes. And then I look at the loading screen. It says now loading level nine. It's like, Zuma's oh, awesome. somebody has been playing a little Zuma. And she's like, what? I like it. Zuma and Bejeweled. I could sit down with either of those for hours. Hey, Love them. I played Hexic. That was the first thing I booted up on backwards compatibility. So. Okay. All right, moving on to Yoshi's Woolly World. Of course, the Amiibos. <laughs> of course. Yeah, the Yarn Amiibos. Yarn Amiibos. Did you see when they showed you could put like a Mario Amiibo on it and then make your Yoshi into like a Yoshi Mario? Yes. I like that. That's yes. <laughs> More Amiibos. That sounds like, you know when kids, like, they see an R-rated movie for the first time and they go to school and they see, Jerry, you see, Schwarzenegger shut the guy, his arm came off? That was awesome. You saw boobies that one time? It was awesome. Oh, man. Bless you guys and your Amiibos. Uh, I'm not. I'm not nearly uh, as close to that you, stuff. You, you know. Uh, you know who's the ha- like the happiest <laughs> about all this new amiibo talk? A Nintendo, eBay, nope. oh. fees, oh, yeah. fees. Oh yeah, jeez. <laughs> but what uh, looks looks fun. Um, it looks kind of like Epic Yarn mixed yeah. with uh, the old like Yoshi's Island style games. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, if you're into that, then yeah, you'll have fun with it. Um, what a backhanded ye- way to say that those people are, n- are wrong. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that's not my thing. It just, oh, okay. I'm just saying it's not my thing. You um, didn't enjoy Yoshi's Island? I Yeah, uh, except for the crying Mario yeah. baby yeah. that made me want to stab my ears out with pimples. But, <laughs> I think um, everyone's got that problem with it. <laughs> yeah, it's about, there's two seconds of eh, 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 and you just want to die. Um but now I, you know, that's now if I'm gonna play a platformer, yeah, I'll just play Mario. I like Mario. Right. Uh, Yokai Watch, which is a big, big thing in Japan, has finally made it over here. So I'm curious to see if that takes off. Um, and then probably the biggest thing. So yeah, well, you know, if you gotta translate all that stuff, and they probably had to get, wait for the cartoon to get ready to go. Is my guess. Sure. Um, marketing. The biggest thing, obviously, being Super Mario Maker, right? I didn't think of this as big until I saw the Nintendo World Championships, which I watched after I watched this press conference. Oh, that was so good. Oh, yeah. The levels look awesome. So they look so much fun. Yeah, that, that 
that sold me on it way more than this press conference did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ninja World Championship was so well done. I really enjoyed watching that. Um, this looks really good. Really good. It Bill, does. did you like the look of this? Yes. But? No, no but. It, yeah, oh, okay. it, it's it, It's like we keep saying, like, it, it is what it is. Um, if you really, like... I, I feel like the older you are, the more you, chance that you'll appreciate this game. Um, it's, it's hard for me to describe to people what it was like playing Super Mario Brothers when I was a kid because it was like the coolest thing I'd ever done in my life. And there's something so special about Super Mario Brothers to me that it, it's hard to explain it to people. So um, I'm not re- like, I don't know if I could make a good level and I don't know if I want to sift through other people's levels. Um, oh, that's all I want to do. I, I just want to play yeah. those weird Mario levels. Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I think it could be a fantastic time killer. It's almost like YouTube. Like you know, sometimes you sit down at YouTube totally. and you just watch like, like forty-two videos. That are just <laughs> yes. like off. Like okay, that that's weird. What do they suggest? Okay, now I'll do this one. I would just sit down and be like, all right, what do you got for me today, Mario Maker? And just go through like thirty different rando things. I think that's a really awesome analogy. That yeah. Um, I really look forward to this. I, I, a chance to play like old style Mario with new levels. That's yeah. perfect. Bring yeah, it super on. Awesome. You gonna make me some levels? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be very good at making <laughs> the levels, but I would like to play them. Yeah. Um, it looks like a lot of fun. That's, uh, to me, that was definitely the hit of the show, uh, was Mario Maker. And it looks like it just works perfectly. Um, from what I can tell, it doesn't look like it's hard to make a world. And uh, from at least the way I understand, they're going to kind of curate the design levels. It'll be really easy to kind of find good stuff on that, too. So um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I just wonder, how long do you think before we get Mario Maker on 3DS? I like that you can... Um, I was going to say real quick, I like that Mario it's Maker not just Legends? Mario that you're controlling. Okay, now we both of you are talking at the same time. What? Oh, I couldn't hear him. Oh, okay. Krabby, what do you think? <laughs> I forget what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> just don't play my audio. <laughs> Ma- Mario Maker 3DS. <laughs> oh, I said the, they'll probably show it next year at E3. It is Mario Maker Legends. <laughs> <laughs> Ma- Mario Maker Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> Ah, uh, definitely, definitely. I don't think it's going to sell Wii U's. Super but, uh, Luigi Maker. It's it's <laughs> not going to sell Wii U's, but people with Wii U's will get it. Oh, yeah, sure. This will like, be uh, a have. Everything that Nintendo puts some marketing behind on the Wii U has a massive attach rate. But yeah, it's not moving more consoles. It's just the people that buy the consoles are eating up mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can probably round out the last couple things pretty quick. There's a new Mario and Luigi game that also mixes in uh, Paper Mario. Yeah, they're they're always funny, but I don't know. I don't know Why if we needed it another paper one. Jam when there is no paper jam, because <laughs> it's Paper Mario. Get it? Oh, I get it. Get it? And it's his jam. Is that did, you, are you, did, you, did you guys hear the big announcement about Mario Tennis Ultra Slam? I'm really excited about this, and I have a few friends that are, too. That they're actually making it? We we still get together once in a while and do Mario Tennis um, tournaments, like, at his house. 
Mario Tennis is one of the only like Mario of the Mario sports games that I ever liked. You don't like Mario Strikers? I Which hate one? the soccer one. Mar- Mario Strikers? No, Strikers was bad. Golf wasn't bad. Golf was fine. Um, Dance Dance Revolution Mario Mix? <laughs> no, not into it. But yeah, uh, Mario, Mario Luigi. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, the Mario. Like, what was that? The sequel to Bowser's Inside Story? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, good game. I mean, they're okay. They're funny, but whatever. So wrapping up Nintendo, the only other thing I want to plug in here because it was something they showed later is they did say Bravely Second is coming next year. The three Nintendo's publishing so, it. Right? Nintendo is again publishing it, which they makes no a sense to me. Whole bunch of stuff after the direct. I don't understand that. Yeah, if you watch like the Treehouse Lives, a lot of stuff came out in those. Yeah. So who cares about Metroid Prime Federation Force? Show like Fatal Frame. Who cares right. about, um, yeah, like Animal Crossing home designers show off Bravely Second. Uh, uh, a lot of people care about Animal Crossing. A lot of people care about Animal this Crossing. This one's like a spinoff, though. It's not a full game. Like it's A lot just a of people care about chunk. Animal Crossing and uh, Amiibos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> show, show the Amiibos. Show, we didn't even mention the 8-bit Amiibos that they showed there. Uh, and the new for Amiibo Mario Maker. Yeah. For Mario Maker, the 8-bit Mario Amiibo. Which is like extra big, right? They said that. Oh, uh, we'll stop, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can. It's okay. We're uh, we're rounding third and heading towards home. Um, if you if you thought EA did a bad press conference, oh no, I had a way better time watching this one than EA's. I just uh, to the whole this watching this one was just my mouth agape at that they did they did yes. any of this. Yes, exactly. I was like, it's like watching the the. The car crash in slow motion. Oh, it's, it's totally. It was fun and interesting. At least the EA one it was, was just, just like a snooze. Who there? Uh, what you have to know first off is that whoever works PR for Square Enix was not genius. Involved, was not involved at all. Genius in this, in this press conference. They just said, "Yeah, we'll do our own thing." Bill, did you watch this? Would you watch this one? No, I had no interest. Uh, I watched, uh, I think I logged on while I was at work because it was like before I had to leave and I saw the Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, I think one of you guys texted me, oh, this is a new Mirror <laughs> game. And I'm like, oh, cool. And then I saw the Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, demo and that was all I really cared about. So that's all I watched. I kind of figured. Did you see the, so you saw him like do the, the teacup power up and like kill everyone with the yeah, teacups? That as, was awesome. As, like, the, yeah, the power, that was cool. So uh, I guess we well let's just hit that one since we're talking about it. so Kingdom Hearts three bills that get the bill thumbs up. Uh, yeah, I mean we we had seen gameplay, but it was a long time ago, and it was extremely early, and it, it was so early that it didn't it, it didn't even look like like an actual game. It just looked like some weird stuff they threw together. Um, so we got to see like what it actually you know kind of more or less will like look and play like. They've been saying for a while that the combat is going to be similar to Dream Drop Distance, which is fine with me. It's it's some of the best combat in the series. Um, it's it's really amazing to see uh, the game on a system that has the draw distance that the that the PS3 does or sorry the PS4 does because forever like you know there was no environment that was bigger than just like you know from here to across the room so being able to like jump off like a cliff and like you see like the world like you know hundreds of feet away that's just coming towards you um, it, I mean it's it, we've been waiting to see it on next gen hardware for a long time so uh, 
it's uh it's gonna be a big jump and uh i was glad to see gameplay i was a little disappointed they didn't even hint at a release date um so you have to think you have to think late next year don't really see it and everything was still in japanese they didn't have an english build either yeah yeah it was a little 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 odd to see it like that Um, i'm really hoping that it's not next holiday in japan you know 2017 over here but I mean, when you think about the last time that a major Kingdom Hearts game was released, I mean, it was like two console generations ago. So it's uh, it's going to be a bit crazy. It's crazy. Um, Just Cause 3, they spent a lot of time talking about Just Cause 3. Anybody have any interest in that one? Not I. Just, Just Cause 2 is way more popular on the PC than it is on the console. Okay. Um, so just to put it out there to you guys, um, it's cons- it's consistently on sale for less than five dollars okay which I, which I think might be why so many pc people have it and if like if you just want to jump in a sandbox and wreak some havoc it's one of the better games at doing that it's very like a uh, far cry like that without some of the other far cry elements um that being said i've never been into it personally i know lots of people who have it on the pc who like it a lot they showed a lot of carnage in just cause 3 so it, it might it might kind of you know pique my curiosity a little bit um, but yeah, I'm not uh, personally going to run out and uh, get Just Cause Three. All right. Uh, yeah. The only thing I want to say about the new Near game is a what they made another Near game. Because <laughs> like, yeah. you don't want to say one other thing about it. That's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let you. Why don't you tell us how that was introduced, Krabby? Oh, besides the weird uh, moon face guy? No, that's exactly what I'm talking about. No, it's being done by Platinum Games. That's super exciting to me. I would have very like near was okay. I I would me I don't even know if I check it out if it was just the same team. But now that Platinum's involved, I'm in. Like I'm I'm ready to buy it. Bill, what if it? What well, good? Check out that part of the conference just to see. <laughs> Moonface guy. They lead a man out onto the stage who can't see because they have to lead him out. Has a giant paper mache thing moon on his head. And he talks while inside of it. He's and a near character. He's, he's dressing up. He's doing a little cosplay. And they didn't, like, put the mic inside the helmet <laughs> so you can actually hear him. And then, like, an hour later in the conference when they're all clapping on stage at the end, he's still wearing it and, like, clapping and, like, <laughs> looking in a different direction than everybody else on stage. It was uh, some part frightening, some part uh, surreal, I think. I was like, what has happened to E3? Uh, okay, let's move on then. Uh, probably the last couple things to wrap up with. Uh, new Star Ocean. Anybody excited about New Star Ocean? Not overly. Nah. I don't think Star Ocean's ever been that great, quite honestly. Um, and then the new Deus Ex, which we already kind of knew a lot about the new Deus Ex. It's coming pretty soon, I yeah, think. super it's- leaked. Yeah, like towards the end of the year, it's it's coming out. So uh, there you go, more Deus Ex. I think I, I, yeah, I think I'm the biggest Deus Ex fan of the three of us. Probably, I played Probably. it uh, last one. Uh, can't say I was I was that thrilled. I liked I it. Okay, all right. Um, the last part, I guess, only if you want to talk about any of this stuff, Bill. PC. Oh, you uh, missed the the other announcement Screenix did, where they're oh, they're making a new I... studio that's just gonna make JRPGs. Yeah. Nothing else. So um, that's my thing, though. Is that a real announcement? Is that 
we're going to make some stuff. The working on a new IP. I'm happy to know that there's more JRPGs coming into the world. Okay. It makes me happy. All right. I don't know <laughs> I if mean, I'd close a show with it, but Yeah, I mean that was the thing. I was like, I That's I, when I, you I bring out the Moon Man <laughs> to close the show. I kind of just expect them to do that though, right? I kind of like this is what you do. Okay. They've drifted from that a lot in the last few years. I, eh, I'm i yeah. okay hearing that they're going to refocus and, and just keep those. Because especially the last two console generations, they're, we're losing that. They're, JRPGs are becoming more and more niche. So it's cool to see that someone's trying to keep them still going. I think they've been caught off guard. I think things like Bravely Default and whatnot, they really oh, totally. didn't expect those to sell. And yeah. then when they sold, they're like, what? Oh, there's a market here? We forgot about it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, can we move on now to PC Game? They actually had a show, a PC show at yeah, E3. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you, I was, I was really happy to find out that they were having just like a dedicated PC show, and it was co-sponsored by a whole bunch of different people. Um, and then I was immediately uh, uh, had the opposite reaction when I saw what it was and <laughs> actually watched a little bit of it. It was formatted like a talk show, um, which is terrible, uh, and nothing of value was shown. Oh, um, okay. And like, I mean, Killing Floor is a popular game uh, on you know popular multiplayer game on the PC. Uh, new free content coming very shortly. Uh, okay, great. Um, Rising Storm Two Vietnam. No one cares. Uh, Killer Instinct. Uh, okay, cool. You know, already an Xbox for the last couple of years coming to PC. Great. Gears of War Ultimate, oh, that's kind of cool, but it's weird because if you have an Xbox One with that new game streaming thing, then you can play it on your PC anyway. Um, Planet Coaster, StarCraft II, Here's the Storm, No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky, I don't know if I knew was coming to the PC, so I did find that out then, but uh, the format of the show was terrible. Nothing really of value was shown. Uh, it's uh, it, it, was, it was kind of a disappointing, uh, disappointing show, but at the same time, I mean... The PC world doesn't really pay attention to this show, so I guess they couldn't get anyone to, you know, force anyone to reveal news. Okay. Well, a um, couple quick uh, rapid-fire bits just to wrap things up a little bit on this. Um, things that weren't particularly highlighted inside a show. So, uh, Guitar Hero Live, Krabby. Excited? It looks bad. <laughs> of course mm-hmm. it looks bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I love Guitar Hero, but it's it looks Activision. so bad. Yeah, it's, it's unfair this, to call this game Guitar Hero. It might push me into the rock band camp for this gen. Welcome to the party, buddy. Welcome to the party. Uh, Bill, Battleborn. It's yeah. like uh, Borderlands, but not Borderlands. Yeah, it looks uh, very Borderlands-y. Um, it's... Uh, and... Randy Pitchford of Gearbox, <laughs> who has a little bit of a connection with Borderlands, uh, you know, I, I don't know. It, it's it seems <laughs> it seems like they're kind of trying to reinvent the wheel when you could just announce Borderlands three. Okay, all right, all right, just something else. They want they want more than one um, series they can run. I think is yeah. the thing, right? Yeah, I I, I, I get it. They want more it's just, IPs. It's, it's just weird that they would like. I understand if someone else would announce it and be like, "Oh, here's a like." Why would you put out competition for your other thing? Uh, so they can stagger them. 
Bill. So they have mm. something coming out every year. That's what DLC is for. Uh, make more money if they say a whole new game. Let's round it out with a couple quick things. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5. Yes! <laughs> no. so it, it is the most exciting Tony Hawk game since 4. Agreed. <laughs> 100%. You didn't like HD? I, didn't, uh, I, didn't I actually play didn't HD. play HD. Okay, all right. All right. So uh, regale me with the excitement about Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5. I love Tony Hawk 1. Every, I love Tony Hawk 2. Every game that came out not numbered, they got really weird. Correct. It, American Wasteland was weird. Yeah. They did some cool and, things, and they did a lot of really bad things, though. Yep. I I, I can't tell. I, I I probably could, but like it's it's hard for me to explain to you how much I really love Tony Hawk 1. It's one of the reasons I bought a Dreamcast. Um, and then Tony Hawk 2. Uh, Revert. Uh, and then, yep. Once you could go on, uh, once you could like string your tricks together for like one big long like four minute trick, uh, <laughs> and then and then four, I remember came out. I've actually Whoa. played four on the Xbox. I think it's uh, my favorite one. It re- it really is. Like I didn't think anything could top three because I really love three. Four is four is ridiculous. And I remember I changed the sound because I know I memorized the soundtrack for every Tony Hawk game, like one, two, and three. But then once it got to four. You could. It was in the Xbox area. You could play your own uh, uh, soundtrack. The only CD that I had like near me when I started putting soundtracks on there was the Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring soundtrack. So that's the soundtrack that I ripped to the system, <laughs> and I put that to Tony Hawk. <laughs> so I was grinding and I was doing tricks. Is da 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 da. It was the best thing ever. Weird. <laughs> I don't think That's I could play that game only... without the Fellowship of the Ring soundtrack. It's been a long time going through the tracks and picking the songs I wanted to listen to off it. And I, sure. just, I think it's the only time I've ever listened to a game soundtrack and then like went out and bought a CD afterwards because like, <laughs> I did't need this in my car too. Wow. I didn't like Man, I didn't the... buy the soundtrack to the game. I bought CDs of the bands that were in the game. Wow! Right there, there's all there's still songs that I wrote from like the the I don't I think what's the band called like CPK or something I can't remember what it's called but it's that song from the first one that's like like I still hear some, the songs from that game in my head there the soundtracks were always so good Goldfinger was on this yeah no I I'm not I know we're spending more time on this than we have on some other stuff but uh. It's I, worth it. I just miss Tony Hawk one through four. Yeah, I have. I, they showed some gameplay of five, and it looks solid so far. It looks like what I want out of Tony Hawk. It doesn't look like Project Eight and Downhill Jam and Skate, and it looks like Tony Hawk Pro Skater again. Mm-hmm. So both of you guys are in. Uh, depending on, I don't think it's a sixty dollars game for me, but yeah, I definitely will own it. Okay, All I spent right. sixty dollars on four. Underground, Underground 2, American Wasteland, and Project 8. I would probably do it again on 5. No, you have to learn at some point. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I didn't buy Shred. I didn't buy Ride. (laughs) You didn't buy Shred? Oh, you're missing out. Well, I have it now. I didn't buy it like new. (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. Let's wrap up with just a couple quick opinions. So, first off, let's go with uh, the game of the show. Bill NHL 16. NHL, okay, I'll give you that. No, that's fine. I'm, no, that, um, I, you know, that, that's a known quantity. Um, uh, if if you if you twisted my arm, yeah, 
And if I had to say, there, there's a lot of games that I'm really into, but <laughs> you, I got to tell say, you, Bill. I got to tell you, I really, really, really spent a such a large amount of my time playing Vegas one and two with uh, so many different groups of friends over the years. Uh, Siege is one that really kind of hit close to home for me. So if I had to pick one thing that I didn't know about, you know, a whole lot about going in that I'm really, really, really thrilled for, it's got to be uh, Siege. Crabby? Um, the seven Final Fantasy seven remake caught me off guard and, and I loved it. I'm, okay. It's not my favorite Final Fantasy, but I'm super pumped about it. All right. Well, for me, game of the show would be Fallout 4 for sure. Um, yeah, the only reason I want to say Fallout Four is because it's, it's, it's obviously it's Fallout Four. It's gonna, the, it's gonna be the thing. So, um, best announcement, Krabby, you got a best announcement? Best what was your favorite announcement? announcement? Um, I I was really kind of surprised by that Horizon game. I'm okay. Curious to hear more about that. It piqued my interest. Krabby's down with the robot dinosaurs. All right. I got you. Bill. Uh, Backward compatibility. Backwards compatibility. All right. I I, I got goosebumps. Gotcha. Uh, Dark Souls 3 for me. It's probably pretty easy. (laughs) Um, Biggest disappointment, and we'll wrap on that one. Biggest disappointment. Bill? It's not that it's a really a disappointment. I just before the show started, the the title that if I had to choose one title I was looking forward to the most about, uh, it would have been Crackdown Three. Uh, they announced before the show that that wasn't going to make the show. It was going to be a Gamescom in August, which was a double whammy. It was like, okay, I don't get to see it. Number one and number two, we're probably not going to play it this year. Um, so that was you know disappointment of not being at the show. Um, not a whole lot else disappointed about. I mean, it, it was, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, it's a pretty, pretty good show overall. So that's probably my biggest one is not seeing anything on Crackdown. Okay. Krabby? Um, everything EA. (laughs) 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 The whole EA presser. Do you remember when the Plants vs. Zombies zombie came out? And the guy had to literally oh. force the audience to start clapping. And he wouldn't, he wouldn't go on until people started clapping with him. And people wanted to do it just so they would hurry up and yeah. be done, right? It's like pulling a tooth, just get it over with. Uh, I think I can definitely uh, I can definitely go with that one. Uh, for me, uh, I would have to probably say that... Um, I guess this is just an overall thing. I saw way too many um, trailers and not enough gameplay. Uh, I think just overall and all the pressers, I saw way too much of uh, just not the games. You I'm know what I mean? usually okay with that, actually, myself. Okay. I, I like to fantasize and dream about what they could be. I don't. I don't necessarily always want to see. Oh, I do. Much. I like to. I like to play games. I like to, like, <laughs> like Recore. I have no idea what that's going to play like. I'm I'm kind of interested and excited about it. Just kind of anticipating what it could be like. Okay. Right, but in that one in particular, you even though it was a trailer, it was it. I really feel like it gave you gameplay conceits. Like sure. you understand that this core is important, and that you have that, and that it's a buddy system, and that you know even if you lose like you know your buddy, that core is what's important, and it's gonna it's so it opens up opportunities. So that more than any other like uh, just you know trailer 
told me more about what the game's about than say like the Final Fantasy trailer that didn't show. You know, I mean, everyone knows Final Fantasy, so they didn't have to show mm-hmm. anything. But uh, but yeah, that that Recore uh, demo was a really good way to show what the game's probably about without showing gameplay. Yeah. But if they would have showed you gameplay, you would have understood much better, right? Sure. But I don't always want to. Show. I want to. I want some time to to dream. Yeah. Okay. And, and 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 you ever have a game that doesn't demo particularly well? Yeah, there's like, sometimes. Sometimes I worry that like if you show like two minutes of a game, it doesn't look as good as just showing two minutes of the idea of a game. Yeah, the like sometimes. the Fire Emblem games that I love, you you can't show gameplay trailers. <laughs> Those is boring as hell. <laughs> it's literally like watching someone play chess. <laughs> so you got to show these crazy weird anime videos that make no sense and have nothing to do with the game for people that have never played them. That's all right. So for me, I like to see the game. I like to know what I'm getting into. Um. That's why I like Fallout 4. I got to see the game. Uh, and it's exactly what I was hoping it would be. So it's good stuff. All right, well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to our E3 special. Krabby, thanks. Thanks for doing your due diligence and watching way too much E3 stuff with your buddies. Oh, it's fun. I I did it last year with Floyd and Mike, and this year we had even more people over. And next year we should be in the new store, so I'm going to see how many people I can possibly get to watch it with me. And I think it'll be a lot of fun. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Bill, Bill, you know, chiming in on the texting. I appreciate the back and forth uh, during the shows. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's uh, like I said, it's best show in years. Um, I I think everyone was solid, even the ones who I wasn't you know super interested in. They they all had pretty solid showings. Yeah, I think all in all it was a, a really solid year with a lot of great titles coming out. It made it made me excited to see what's what's next. Uh, it's a good time to be a gamer, and uh, I really liked it. So uh, we'll catch all you guys next time. <laughs>